Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me. Your mic's not hooked up there, grumpy. Oh, welcome. Grumpy I was out of breath. I was out of breath. Got, got back. I was out of breath. I know you were. It's like you like to try to race against time before we start the show up. Um, but for those of you who are new to the channel, welcome. This is a twice a week All Islanders podcast. It takes place. Every- and we're only 15 minutes late. It's good. You want to know why we were late today? Not me. Absolutely. Continue. Yes. Yes. Before you interrupted me again. It's a twice a week All Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and every single Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new to the channel and you like the content we put out, there's a few things that you've got to do. You've got to make sure you subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss out on any of the future content that we release and like the video, right? Because if you like the video, number one, it lets Grumpy and I know that you like the content that we're putting out. And apparently it helps the algorithm and helps get this fun time of talking the New York Islanders out to the masses. Also, we do have a Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us there when we do partake in the occasional tweet or quippy remark. So you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well at Islanders Never Say Die. Um, We also have one more piece of housekeeping to cover. We also do have a general sports podcast, an all-sports podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's a a twice-a-week all-sports podcast that happens coincidentally on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find that link in the description below or as a featured page here on our YouTube channel. It's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's where myself, Grumpy, and the Magnificent Sun X talk anything and everything sports. We talk NHL. NFL, we talk college athletics, we talk MLB, NBA, European football, we talk anything and everything sports on that show called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It can be found in the link in the description below or as a feature page here on our YouTube channel there, Grump. That's the way we like it. That's the way we like it. Um, Islanders start off the season with back-to-back victories. A victory over the Buffalo Sabres. And, uh, and a victory last night over the Arizona Coyotes. The road to 82-0 is still intact, Grumpy. I'd say the odds of Vegas are flying as high as ever if they're listening to the Islanders fans on Twitter. It's Things are good. Hey, you know, when you come out there and, and you, you, I mean, you dominate Arizona, albeit it's Arizona and it's the second game of the season. But I think we dominated Arizona last night, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, I thought for the first two periods. Uh, you had Arizona playing their third game out of five games on East Coast swing to start the season. Five um, days. That, that's, not, that's why I said third game out of five days. And coming off a of back-to-back, uh, well, the Islanders were fully rested, which helps our older guys. Um, they kind of got it going in the third period. Uh, and, okay, let's be honest. We could not have started the season better 2-0, right? Could can't be starting any better than that. We're still seeing some of those red flags of four goals in two days. No, no, no. Is it four goals? I thought it was only three. No, they had three against uh, Buffalo. Won that game three to two and then one nothing yesterday. So, but four goals in two games, it's not enough. And here's the thing. Buffalo's not great defensively. 
And Arizona, like I said, they were they you could tell that they were kind of gassed. You could tell. And that's fine. It doesn't matter to me. I just was kind of looking at schedules. The Islanders really have to make some hay here early in the season. We have nine out of the first uh, 13 games are home games. Uh, we only play five playoff teams in that stretch of 13 games. And we only play two playoff teams in the month of October. So that's something that the Islanders really have to capitalize on. They have, they're playing some of the weaker teams in the league to start. We have to come out and just, like I said, rack up points here the first 13 games. I think it's really important. I would think out of the first 13 games, we have to win. We have to go like eight, four, and one maybe. I want you to say that again. So we play in the first 13, because I know you, you, you've you rattled this off to me before, but I was just kind of like, okay, we'll talk about it on the show. So out of the first 13 games of the regular season, we play nine of those at home? Yes. Okay, and how many? And now you're talking about teams who have made the playoffs last year. I last assume. year. Last year. How many out of those 13 games, how many teams had made, or I, I don't know, what was the last stat you said about teams regarding teams Five. who made the postseason? Five. Okay. So definitely a weaker portion of the schedule to start the season, at least compared to what last year's results are. Now, things yeah. change every year, right, in the NHL. Absolutely. So I'll throw that in as a caveat. Um, I don't expect the Arizona Coyotes to be fighting for a playoff spot no. come May or come April. So Probably not. Probably you not. Know, I think that's. I think we, we look dominant against them. I thought we did a really good job. The first two periods, they looked uh, overmatched. I think is like or outmatched is probably the most apt way I can put it. I thought they looked dominated. Um, we did a really good job of of really p- preventing any sort of you know opportunities. Besides that post, besides that playoff, they had a four minute playoff. I'm sorry, a four minute power play. They uh, they really didn't have much going, and they got no shots on net in that four minute power play. So, yeah, I, I thought we played a great team game yesterday. Like I said, I thought they were. Their legs, they didn't have their legs last night. Uh, coming off the second half of a back-to-back playing the Rangers the night before, which was, I believe, a two-to-one loss. Yes. I, I, I Honestly, I don't remember the score, okay? So two they came off a loss to the Rangers, um, and they didn't have their jump at all, at all. But you know what? This is a West Coast team coming east to start the season, end of a long road trip, you know, a kind of, and a young team. One thing I noticed, the same thing I noticed with Buffalo – these teams who have really skilled players or what they perceive as skilled players get a little bit too fancy with the puck when they get close to the net. Sometimes like trying to pass the puck into the back of the net. Pass the puck in the back of the net. You saw that with Buffalo. And I thought we saw that with uh, Arizona, particularly in the third period last night. That said, Sorokin, I wouldn't say he was great. Um, didn't have to be. I don't think he had any spectacular saves. Um, I think he had a few in the third period that kept us in the game. I mean, kept it a one nothing, a one nothing lead. It's going to be tough winning games two to one, one nothing every night. It's going to be tough. I agree Again, with that. I thought the second line was the best line uh, for the majority of the night last night. The Nelson Palmieri and Engvall line. I thought that was the best line overall. Um, I would not touch that line. The first line was good. Well, two-thirds of it was good anyway with uh, Horvat and Barzell. Barzell gets the game winner on assist from Noah Dobson, our top two-way defenseman. Um, a little bit of a flutter shot. Um, 
Yeah. But you know what? It went in. He shot the puck. He didn't play with it. He shot it. That's what we need more from Matt Barzell, honestly. Still, we haven't looked great on the power play, I don't think. It was a little bit quicker last night, particularly on that goal. But still, I'd like to see more speed on the power play moving the puck around. It's it's funny, too, that you mentioned, because I watched just the Arizona Coyotes uh, telecast. Uh, I didn't I, I couldn't I can't watch the Islanders telecast. Sorry. I'm already at that point in the season. We're only what second game of the year. I I watch the opposing teams telecast at the moment. Um, they had brought up a few points there. Um, you know, it's it seems like and like again, like the Coyotes are a team that they're going to be. It seemed like they were just happy, <laughs> even though they had two losses. They were talking about, oh yeah, I like the way that we played. I like the effort we put forward. I like this. I like that. They still have the loser mentality. Um. They're not going to be a team that makes the postseason this year. They talked about, oh, how the night before, you know, he had some players that are playing, you know, uh, you no know, career high in minutes and all this other stuff like that. You know, maybe were they a little tired? Maybe. Um, you know, it's it's still early yet in the season for you to be tired. I don't care if you played the, the second half of the back to back. You you should still shouldn't really be that tired or exhausted. I mean, it's only game three of the regular season for them. They shouldn't be tired. Um, yeah, maybe they're I, not acclimated to it, but, uh, you know, I was just comparing cause I watched them play the devils and the Rangers. So yeah. I was just comparing how they look team speed wise or jump in those two games as opposed to the Islanders. And it wasn't because the Islanders were, you know, interfering guys coming across. They just, they did not look the same yesterday, right from, right from the drop of the puck to start the game. They just didn't. So this is something that I wanted to go ahead and bring up. It's something that the Islanders telecast did not mention, but the Arizona Coyotes telecast did mention. And I noticed I was looking at a few of the pictures and it looked like the 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 color or the the hues and the colors looked a little different on the Islanders telecast and the Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes announcing crew were complaining. There was a dark blue line that was set up on both sides of the ice in the crease, trying to say, is this legal? Is there any sort of, is this against the rules? I have no idea if it is. They were taking shots at I'm talking about, oh yeah, it looks like they're mites out there. They do that and they put the little paint on the ice to help the goalie figure out where they need to be on the ice. And I thought it was interesting. I've not seen this in the NHL where they paint the line. It's definitely a darker blue you can see here. That was that straight line that they put on the ice there. And I assume that was for Hroken's benefit so he knew where where he needed to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, this was shadow from the netting. Now, it didn't look that way. Read uh, it. I just tell read, you. Read this tweet that you just put up. Read it. Oh, it's, I didn't pull it up for the tweet that was on it. Well, I no, you should. It. You should because only a moron would believe what was said in this tweet. After looking at this picture, only speculated that they put the Sorokin to the depth that he should be at. Um, asked if it was legal. A few moments later, they were told it was a shadow from the netting. Conspiracy. Bullshit. There's your bullshit it was right now. The shadow from the netting. I watched it all night. Um, it was. You look at this picture. Look at this picture. You are looking directly overhead. There is no netting above the net. It's bullshit. Okay. So, like, I was looking for a few there. I wanted to pull up in live action because I noticed like a few f a freeze frames of Sorokin in that, 
it looked like it wasn't noticeable. But when I was watching on the ice, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I guess I got a point. I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't even notice it until somebody brought it until they brought it on the telecast to my attention. I was like, there is a blue line there right in the middle. And they were like, oh, man, this can't this got to be against the rules. And they were trying to take shots at Sorokin while doing it. And, you know, I have no idea. It doesn't look like that's a shadow to me. Um, hey, if it helps Sorokin play and know where he needs to be, and it's not against the rules. Great. I just have never seen anything like that in an NHL game. Sounds to me like it's a Lamarillo dirty trick. <laughs> just like when he signed Russians uh, back in the was day. That, was that a dirty trick, Grumpy? Tisov and Kasatonov. He signed them for the Devils back then, sneaking into Russia. <laughs> but he's just bending the rules, Grumpy. That's all. He's always cheating. He's a cheater. He's a cheater. Serial cheater. Just like when he uh, tried to bury guys on Robida Island. He's a cheater. It's always been a cheater. He loves Bill Belichick. What does it tell you about that, your pals? You like Bill Belichick, though, too, Grumpy. I what do. are you talking about? I do. But Lemerle is a cheater. He's cheating to try to get advantage. I think the NHL should suspend him for 10 oh. years. That should happen. And that will solve our GM problem in a hurry. Uh, oh, well, if he's suspended for 10 years, Grumpy, I'm not sure he's uh... – <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to be a GM there anymore for us. Um, but now I, I got now I got to pull up more because okay, I know that tweet said it was because of the shadow. I listened to the telecast from the Arizona Coyotes. I did not hear a single thing about talking about a, a shadow. No, um, no, it's not a shadow. It's not a shadow. It's not a. It's not a shadow. It is not a shadow. I I know TJ. I get both feeds, so I'm like okay. Well, let me look. I I called Grumpy up, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Did you see? There's a blue line on the screen in the crease." Oh yeah, look at that! I didn't notice it before. Then I'm like, "Oh yeah, absolutely!" And I saw it. I thought I saw it on the Islanders telecast too. I can't remember though. I'm like, "Oh yeah, the line was there." I'm like, "That's that's Lamarillo trying to." You'll see it here, little. I'm I'm hoping it's right there. It's very noticeable. well, Well, hold on. This is the Rangers game here. I'm trying to see if this is just like it's popping up on the, the the coyotes to where it looks like they've got them all over the place. Oh, it's a coyotes thing. I'm thinking maybe it's a coyotes like the viewpoint the coyotes cameras have or whatever they're doing makes it look like that. Because I've not seen well, any of these. It's tough to see. Let me okay, see. But I'm try to see one more spot here. You realize that it's not like the coyotes have a separate television feed. It's an NHL television feed. It's the Islanders feed, and they just beam it to wherever and they just announce it they're not there it's not like they have a separate camera setup they only have one setup in the arena i don't know now you got now i don't know it was an odd one it was an maybe, odd one maybe and their camera they just drew like a, a blue line across it just a magic marker just did that maybe that's what they drew on there so like i'll show you this now this is from the arizona coyotes official picture here you can see here I'll zoom in for us, too. I just want to show you first, right? Arizona Coyotes, making sure I'm not going insane. And we'll zoom in on this right here. There is a blue line, right? We all see that blue line right there. I'm making sure I'm not going insane. I don't care if we have a blue line. If it's legal, great. And if it allows Sorokin to play the way he is, I mean, he came up big a few occasions last night. So we didn't really ask much of him. Which is good. I mean, like we did a great job. I think of, of really thwarting any sort of opportunity that the Coyotes had. I think on the power play, right? We still do have issues, as you had mentioned. 
Um, the Arizona Coyotes, they're talking about how their, their, their power play also is struggling this year. They talked about how the game before they didn't score on a five on three power play opportunity against the Rangers. And they said, Oh, it seems like our struggles have carried over. We didn't score on a four minute double minor and all. So, you know, the Arizona Coyotes power play seems to be a little bit uh, behind, you know, where it should be on that side. Um, but uh, I thought we played well, I- albeit I don't expect Ar- I really realistically Arizona's probably going to be a bottom 10 team in the NHL this year, right? That's fair. That's fair. So, yeah, I'm not really expecting too, too much from them. I mean, we took care of business. We're not winning in flashy, flashy style or anything like that. Um, People were saying, oh, man, I had so much fun watching this game last night. I, did you have fun, Grumpy? No. It was boring. It was not. It was no. It's not what I call entertainment. The only thing that made it passable is that we won. Honestly, it was not exciting. It was, you know, blue, blue line to blue line. Very little sustained pressure. Just. Not real good. You know something I wanted to say that I noticed? Holy shit. Anders Lee was actually out there fighting last night. I was like, holy shit. Where has this Anders Lee been for the last three or four years? He doesn't have the same step that he used to have, but I was like, holy shit. This guy's actually out here fighting on the ice. He's actually out there fighting for the puck in the corners. He's out there beating people in puck battles. He's out there working. And I, I'm like, holy shit, I love that from Anders Lee. Complacency is a real thing. He got fat, dumb, and happy playing on the first line. And then, you know, for years when, to me, just average player, all of a sudden he gets busted down to the third line, gets his minutes cut. All of a sudden he's working hard again. Well, that's what happens. That's why I always say there's never been competition for spots. Every it's just a beer league. Everyone's just having fun. There's competition brings the best out in players. Guess what? You're not up to snuff. You get benched. You get dropped in the lineup. Too many sacred cows on this team, honestly, or there has been in the past. And it's nice to see them not afraid, Lane Lambert, not afraid to drop him down to the third line. I told you in the preseason, I thought he looked good with J.G. Pajot. He had jump in his step again. It's carried through to the regular season so far. Good kudos for Anders Lee. Still makes too much money, but you know what? This is the player that we fell in love with all those years ago, being aggressive on the forecheck, fighting for every puck, and actually winning some puck battles, which has not been the case the last couple of years. Good for Anders Lee. Absolutely. Could not be happier with his, right? I, I, he'll never earn, right, what he's getting paid. We know that's the case. But at least seeing the effort, the hustle, and the rigor behind his play made me excited for him. I don't want to root against the guy. He's just been miserable as of the last few years. But it was like, this is the same Anders Lee that I think Islander fans fell in love with years ago, where you're like, oh, man, the guy's out there fighting for every inch on the ice. Um, now, again, it's only game two, right? I'll preface it by saying maybe he only has like 10 or 15 games playing like that until he starts to slow down a bit, right? To, to ask a guy to do that over an 82-game regular season at 30-plus years old, I mean, that's a hard ask. But I will say early on the season, I've liked what I've seen there. I really have. If he 
give, gives us effort 10 or 15 games this year, that's 10 or 15 more than he gave us the last couple of years. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's better than what we've seen in the past from him. That's for certain, Grump. Um, something I also wanted to go ahead and mention. Uh, this is this is there's something happened on social media, Grumpy, this week. I know how much you love social media. I feel like we had to address it. We were getting a lot of people who were posting at us, tagging at us, and this type of item too, Grump. Um, <clears throat> our boy, or at least my boy, the future ten million dollar man himself, Noah Dobson, came under fire recently, Grumpy. Did you hear what, what happened, Grump? Yeah, something about. Uh, certain people being blocked who cares that's correct certain people were blocked or something like that who were critical of him and then he was like oh you know i i, I lost access to my um i lost access to my uh my twitter or something like that um i don't know so hold on I, so people who were tweeting nasty things at him he blocked them he blocked them and then these people who were blocked were starting to take the social media like i've been blocked and they're all like oh no i'm so shocked i've been blocked by oh man he's so mentally weak he's so this he's so that maybe um, maybe you shouldn't tweet something nasty at somebody because guess what he it's it, he doesn't want to listen to you that's all yeah. he's trying to cut the negativity out of his life i kind of like that <laughs> First say, of all, first he, of all, he blocked, he blocked Phil's fiction. I said, well, he might be go. now that's he a good thing here. <laughs> that's good. That's a step in the right direction right there. He probably blocked all of Phil's followers too. Oh no. no here's no, the thing. No. Do we think that, do we think that, uh, that Noah Dobson is actually the guy who handles that account or is it somebody else? I think it is him. Mo no, most of these athletes have somebody who manages their little Twitter accounts and all that bullshit. They don't have time to be tweeting this shit out. They don't have time to be shuffling through and deleting people or put whatever they do to them, block them. They don't have time. They have they have someone who does that for them. His name, them, me, yeah. you, I'm sure TJ, you would go block your own. But like me, if I had a huge following, I'd hire some ham and egger to take care of all that shit for me. You'd hire somebody grumpy? Yeah. Would they be an unpaid intern or would yeah, they be paid? An unpaid intern is exactly what it would be. Oh, man. So, you know, here's the thing. I don't, I'm a big believer. And if you could stay off of social media, do it. We obviously, it's like a necessary evil, right? In order to have the podcast, you have to kind of have social media. Okay. Um, if I didn't, there would be no social media. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I think, you know, Dobson deleted it there for a second and reinstituted it, said it was social media was hacked. I don't know. It's not whatever it is. Stay off of social media, kid. Let me give you a word of wise from the future. If you can do it, stay off of social media. It's, uh, it's just, you know, you don't need to concern yourselves. As Evan Neal once said, as Evan Neal once said, a lion doesn't concern himself with the thoughts of a sheep. <laughs> Regarding what the fan base thinks of him. True. Oh, man, that got him in some hot water. True. <laughs> you just don't say it. I mean, you want to know something? That's why I have zero social media presence. I would I'm be sure, worried if you did have social media. I'm sure true. I would say things that would ruffle a few feathers. I'm certain of it. <laughs> Thank God you don't, Grumpy. Because... You know, and who knows how I would respond if someone was negative back. It probably, uh, it wouldn't be nice. I'm sure of that. Oh, God. 
Oh man, oh man, I tell you, Crump. Oh, so you know that that that's kind of what had happened there. That the people took some people think, ah, he's being he's he's lying, something's happening. We're not ble-. who, who cares? That's who cares? That, that was that was the point. That was the point of me introducing that subject. Is I'm like, my God, if we're so worried and concerned about that, maybe we just want to maybe maybe there's other items we could put our time into. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, no Dobson. Now, I think he looked good this last game. I think the entire team played well. You know, was there anybody? I thought Holmstrom, I mean, dude, the guy can't, I mean, he can't finish to save his life. He, he can't finish to save his life. He had that point blank opportunity. Couldn't freaking put it in that. I'm like, God almighty. Eh. I don't That's know. What, what are does. you talking about? He just, he's just, he's just not good enough. Again, if if Simon Holmstrom is on your first line, your team isn't good enough. I stand by that statement. He is just not good enough. Yeah. Period. Okay. And you, well, you know, we, he made a nice defensive. Who gives a shit? I, I'm sorry. You play on the first line. Your job is to score. It's a scoring line. You're there to score. If we give you the puck, you're supposed to put the puck on net. You're supposed to shoot it. All I noticed when plays went into the offensive zone, Palmieri came on the ice. It was very infrequent that Simon Holmstrom was in the offensive zone. He just can't get the job done. Palmieri hopped off the boards, and they probably Lane said, "Hey, you know, you go back and you back check, do whatever it is you got to do. But if we get the puck going into the zone, Palmieri's coming on." And they slide Barzell over to his left to play le- uh, left wing. And they bring Palmieri on the right wing because, you know, he's not capable of playing his off wing. Vemelka, by the way, he's a pretty damn good goalie. I thought he looked a little squirrely last night, honestly. Um, cons- I'm just saying how I saw him the first two games. I thought he was excellent against uh, the Devils. And uh, I think he played against the Rangers as well. Um, he's, he's a big kid. He looks like he's pretty good. Arizona has a goaltender for the future. That's all I'll say. Yeah, they've got a few of them. And like in here, you'll see it again from the angle. Okay. You're looking at straight on. You could see that blue line again, right? Yeah. No shadow that's being cast. The way shadows work, the way shadows work is you're not seeing it from behind. Something in front of it has to cast that shadow. Unless they have a bar hanging down from the from the well, well right above they the goal do that just only last right over that little portion of the ice. I don't. You would know. never see a shadow from the crossbar or any netting in this angle of the picture. You just it's just not possible. Sorry, not possible. Yeah, because I, then the shadow would be all the way across. I refuse to think that they've had that there the entire time at UBS last year, and I just didn't notice. I refuse to notice it, but I mean, like the guy we had, we had quite a few chances there, Grump, and like you know, the the guy came up big quite a few times there. We didn't seem to be able to knock a few opportunities in. We did create them though, for certain. Um, what did you think of Samuel Balduke's play? He obviously got very limited minutes, right? I thought he was okay. I mean, I didn't. Did we miss Scott Mayfield? I don't think so. That's why you don't. I mean, that's why we didn't need to sign him to a seven-year deal. It's just he's a bottom pairing defenseman. That's what he is. Limited minutes. Yeah. 
It's so Mike, you know, uh, Mayfield is definitely right. I'd say Mayfield is definitely look at the I mean, we created we were buzzing around the first few periods. We outshot the I mean, it's the Arizona Coyotes. I feel like I have to keep prefacing it like that. It's the no, Arizona Coyotes. I'm no, no, because I'm on record as saying that Arizona. Here it is. This is the freaking opportunity. I knew it was in here somewhere where I'm like, how do you not fucking bury this opportunity, man? Yeah, just because you don't want to why? because he's not a goal scorer. He's not a goal scorer. Right, I mean, he intercepts it. Good job in transition. Right, makes the pass, he the drives ice. the net. Yep, he goes un- unmarked right to him. Jesus nope. Christ, doesn't even make contact. I don't think, or maybe he did, but it just got stopped. I don't know. You want a better finish on something point blank like that? Ugh. Yeah, but it's. I mean, like you know, I I thought that offensively we had a few opportunities. Matt Barzal, I, I think we had mentioned this earlier. He is poised to have a huge season. Poised to have a huge season, Grump. Yeah, I, like I said, I thought we played the first two periods. I thought we can't play any better. The it was it was a little bit close, and Vidalka, you know, came across really well. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to rip Holmstrom on that too much, honestly. But the fact is, he's not good enough uh, in the offensive zone to play on the first line. Period. Period. I don't want to hear that. Oh well. Did you see this? He came back on this. I don't. I, I could care less. I could oh. care less. Oh. It doesn't matter. You're on a scoring line, and that's and that's we. I mean, when I say dominant, we had a time period at the start of the third period. We were out shooting like 24, 20, 25 to seven. Yep. We were out shooting the Arizona Coyotes. That's that's we dominated. Yes, the first two periods we dominated them. They looked. This is not what they look like. That was interference, by the way. That was not called. It was um, funny listening to them. They're like, oh, man, he just did a good job of wrapping yeah. his stick around to get it. I'm like, it's interference. All, I'm like, all the announcers on. are the same. Like the same thing when uh, uh, Pellick hit uh, Dumba in the face with an elbow. I mean, bloodied oh, yeah. him up. No call. You listen to Arizona broadcast. Oh, that's definitely an elbow. And it was an elbow. And then you look, well, you know what? It was accidental. So, no, that's uh, okay. Stop. As soon as you say it was accidental, that doesn't matter. He hit him. He he elbowed him in the face, and you know, well, that happens in hockey. You know, it's a stop. It, he was an elbow. He turned around and he he absolutely popped it with an elbow. Um, just you know what? I just wish we'd have somebody who just call it straight. We don't need any bias. Yeah, he elbowed him and he got away with it. Just like him, this was interference. Yeah, they got away with it. And he still almost found a way to put it through the five hole there yeah. by John Gabriel Pajot. Well, it was almost kicked in also by uh, the Arizona. The I thought the Arizona defense was like not great yesterday either. They looked porous. Yeah. They so looked, it's like, again, like I said, I watched their first two games. I thought they looked much better. I, I mentioned it uh, on the last podcast. I thought that they looked much better as a team, Arizona. And they came out flat yesterday, second half of a back to back. You know, five days in the New York metro area. That's got to wear on anybody. So, <laughs> you know, is what it is. Oh, man. Win for us. I don't care. You know what? I hope I hope we got a lot of teams playing uh, three games in four or three games in five off a of back-to-back. That's that's a plus for your team, right? Playing that team. And, and, uh, and I was about to say, whatever it should be called. It should have been like, what I mean, like maybe it wasn't interference. Maybe it was like holding. They they maybe hold. I don't know. It, it had to be called something there as he was. I mean. Jean-Gabriel Pajot was streaking in for a breakaway opportunity. 
I mean, like whether that's, you know, impeding, I mean, he interference. impeded interference, whatever you want to call it. It had to be called something. Mm-hmm. It was a clear straightaway opportunity. I mean, like they reached behind there and, you know, he definitely impeded them more than just like, oh, I poke checked real quick and it didn't impede his ability to skate or to drive towards the net. I mean, come on. So, you know, it's it it's one it's early yet in the season. I like the way you've been playing. We've played two subpar teams, two teams who have not made the postseason in years. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. They've been both home games for us. So you would expect to win those games. Um, you know, we'll see how things look. Who do we have that who do we have this Friday, Grumpy? We play Devils. Friday, the Devils. Devils. That'll be a bit that'll be an important game. The Devils have kind of sputtered. It's it's so early yet. And it's like, that's why I'm not taking too much credence into, oh, early good production, early bad production. It's early yet. You can't make the playoffs in the first month, but you can eliminate yourself. Yeah. So that's the way I look at it. And so far, the Islanders have gotten off the start they needed to get off to. They have a really soft schedule the first month and a half and really need to take advantage of that. A lot of home games. Uh, not a whole, not a whole bunch of, you know, three and fours or anything like that. So we have to make, we have to take advantage of that right now. Weaker part of the schedule. Yep. Only play Carolina once. That'll be a loss. I looked at Carolina's schedule. I'm like, oh man, Carolina are only three and one. Then I looked at their schedule. They had on a West Coast trip. They went on West Coast trip, right? Right. And they're still on a West Coast trip. They play, they play their first game was home, and then their next six games are on the road. The Kings, Anaheim, San Jose, Seattle, Colorado, and then Tampa on the road. So they're playing awful lot of games on the road to start the season. And guess what? They're three and one in the first four of those seven. I and I'm like, gosh, I said they get a lead on teams, and then all of a sudden they start falling, they start giving up goals. I'm like, what the hell's going on in Carolina? They have the look of a team that knows they're good and they kind of get a little bit lax. They try to do just enough to win. Or they'll get a lead and all of a sudden, like the game that they uh, they came back and won against um, Los Angeles Kings. That game was 5-2 to two in the third period. And they wound up tying up before they won it in shootout. Then they lose to Anaheim. Yeah. Six three. It's like holy crap. Then I looked, I'm like, why are these games so so close? Why are they giving up so many goals? They're giving up 17 goals in four games. That's not acceptable. Certainly oh, not for Carolina. They're, averaging, they're giving up over four goals a game right now. Holy yeah. shit. But they scored 20 goals in those four games as well. So they score, right? And sure. I'm like, well, why is this? Then I looked at their schedule. I'm like, holy shit, they got an awful lot of games on the road. Let's say they come out of these first seven games five and two. Holy crap. <laughs> You know what? You know what it tells me? Ain't nobody beating them when it counts. They're good. Carolina's good. I know this is not a Carolina podcast, but you know something? They're a team in our division. So that's they're a team that you're going to have to play if you're in the postseason. So and whether it's in the first round or the second round, you're probably going to be playing the Carolina Hurricanes at one point. And we play them four times this year. It's probably, what, let's say three, maybe four losses. Minimum. Say, yeah. Minimum three losses. To we'll count. get some loser points and people will be excited about that. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, you know it's early yet in the season. I like what I've seen. I've liked Sorokin. I thought he's been playing well. Um, has been asked to do too too much this last last game. He's played well. Um, 
I, I guess that we're going to start waiting in anticipation to see how Bo Horvat produces. You know, that's that's what we're waiting for. I think a lot of eyes on that. And another thing is, too, we didn't mention it um, besides the Wednesday show. Oliver Wallstrom out of the lineup again. Oliver Wallstrom, first two games of the season, has been sitting with his feet up in the press box eating popcorn. Get used uh, to it. So, I, you know, we've talked about that, a, a terrible mismanagement of an asset. Um, a guy who played well, like to, to tie this back into the Simon Holmstrom situation, right? Simon Holmstrom does a lot of things well that a bottom six guy does. In order to play on the top line, you got to be able to put the fucking puck in the net. You got to be able to assist on goals. You got to be able to create. You have to be a guy. You have to be an offensive dynamo. You can't be a guy where it's like, oh yeah, I'm here to go ahead and you know, I'm I'm here to go ahead and, and you know to apply some physical brute and some force, or I'm here to go ahead and um. You know, be in a situation where I do a good job back checking so they can be more offensive minded. Our team is not our team is not good enough offensively to say, oh, we can we can take a guy on our first line who just is going to play solely defense and a back check. Or we could take a guy just to be physical because our other two first line players put up 150 points a season. We don't have the ability to do that. It is what it is, right? Like I said, what did we want to see coming out of these first number games? How does the power play look? What's our style of play? Looks like we're going to play the Barry Trot system. The power the power play has not looked great. What happens when we play really good teams? See, that's that's a I mean, you can beat up on the lesser teams. I mean, Buffalo is I consider Buffalo is not ready for prime time. They're just not not yeah. right now. They're streaky as shit, as but, most young teams are. And it's early, right? It's early, but. Like I said, just what I said about uh, Levi going into the game, guy who coughs up rebounds, that cost them, right? That cost them. And you have to be able to have good rebound control. We took advantage. We won that game. And I thought we deserved to win the first game. We certainly, the first two periods, deserved to win against Arizona. Third period, Arizona carried the action. Well, they were desperate, right? You're down one nothing. You got to score a goal. Sorokin had, I don't think, like I said, I didn't think Sorokin was spectacular. It didn't need to be because the team defense was so good. Noah Dobson has been great the first two games. Just great. I liked what he's done. I like the play. I like the play. Now, here's the thing. You're going to see, I think, a lot. We're going to be more fundamentally sound on defense because we're asking our guys to play a full 200-foot game. Yep. One question we've always posed for this, and we're going to continue to pose for this, does your team – of a lot of forwards, specifically forwards. The reason I'm highlighting that, does your forward group of a lot of players above the age of 30 have the ability to play 82 plus games in the regular season, 82 games in a regular season, a full 200 foot game every single night? You're not asking your defensemen. Sometimes your defensemen join the rush. Your defensemen are not joining in the rush as frequently as maybe other teams. You're not asking them to do as much, but your forwards are being asked to do a whole hell of a lot. So the age of your forward group matters when you play that Barry Trot style of hockey. How long until the forwards start to get a little tired in the season? That's the question. And uh, Butch made a point yesterday just saying about the gap control where the defense was too far back which enabled in the third period in particular Arizona to kind of rush into the zone unencumbered. So he thought that the, the defense was too far back. And, you know, a lot of that was maybe Ajo. I, I don't understand why he played Ajo with Bull Duke. 
honestly, but I guess the minutes were so low, which just proves, which honestly just proves my point. You could put anybody on that bottom pairing, right? They also, they also short shift Bull Duke. They, they, they skipped him a few times in the rotation and they put Pelic there. They put other players there. Right. But the whole thing is that. I'm sorry. They put Dops in that one. Maybe I don't remember who they did, or maybe they just short shit to them in general. Because you're right, they're they're two guys who are defensively, I'd say, need some room for improvement, as most defensemen are in the NHL. Most modern day defensemen have room for improvement on the defensive side of the puck. But Samuel Bolduke didn't play a lot of minutes. I'll pull up how many minutes he played there, Grumpy. But I'm sorry, go ahead and make your point. Yeah. So, you know, Butch mentioned it how the defensemen were too far back, which opened up the uh, the neutralized zone and enabled. Uh, Arizona to have easier zone entries in the third period in particular. So they need to be cognizant of that. And I'm sure the coaching staff will look at the tape that the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the film at the end of the game and say, Hey guys, you're, you're dropping back too soon. I know we're up one, nothing more defensive structure, but you got to maintain that gap control. And I'm sure that'll get ironed out. Bolduc played nine minutes and 19 seconds. Okay. So uh, honestly, that's a really small amount. Um, yes. You know, is what it is. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and jump into our ad read, and then we'll have X start posting up some comments there for us. Um, today, our podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings is hooking new customers up with an offer even stronger. Uh, bet $5 on any team this weekend and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. So you could say, hey, I'm thinking the Giants are going to find a way to lose, as they seem to do every single week. The Chiefs are going to be gifted a game by the referees and the officials. I think the Lions are going to win. Who would ever thought you'd be saying, hey, you're, you're taking the over on the, or the, the Lions. You're going to go ahead and bet on the Lions to win games. Definitely not I, but uh, you could go ahead and build parlays. You know, you look at your money line, all that fun stuff there on the app uh, on, on sports betting. Um, but get in on the game day greatness and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available. If you have a gambling problem, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort, a licensee partner of Golden Nugget Lake Charles, um, you must be 21 years or older, but age varies by jurisdiction. It's void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DraftKings.com slash, uh, slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Nice job, TJ. Is that the you same? Enjoy, you enjoy your little your little TV break, your TV siesta, Grumpy. Is that the uh, same ad you've been reading for a while? Brand new. Wow, impressive. I know, right? Ottawa is kicking the living shit out of the Washington Capitals here tonight. Ottawa's good. Ottawa's good. Yep. 
Drew Drake says, Matheson with two assists there. You got Josh Norris, two goals. Josh Norris, remember, he was hurt all of last year for them. He's got two goals. Vladimir Tarasenko, a goal and assist. Remember, oh, man, you know, they've got such a cap crunch, Ottawa. I'm not sure how they're going to do with Shane Pinto. Oh, no. They're you know, still, they're still playing short a player. What does it tell you? They're pretty good. Now, isn't it? I don't think Washington is great. Um, but Ottawa's taking a step up. I think Ottawa might be ready to take a step to maybe fight for a postseason spot. I mean, Jacob Chikrin is a big help for that team. You think about the guys that that team has on it, the core and the nucleus there of the Ottawa Senators, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, they're starting. Well, not even that. Drake Batherson's playing well. Tim Stutzel is good. I mean, like Vladimir Tarasenko is a guy with that veteran leadership there. Claude Giroux was really good last year. Still a very good ball. Still a very great hockey player. I mean, like Brady Kachuk is a hell of a player. So, I mean, it's just like, hey, do they have enough in net in order to make, you know, in order to make, you know, all the things turn? Another team with team speed, aggressive on the forecheck. Those are, uh, to me, it's problematic for the Islanders if they turn out to be a team that's com competing for a playoff spot because that's not a team I was thinking was going to have a shot this year. And neither was I. So, and last, but I didn't expect the Devils last year, right? Didn't expect that. I did. I told you to watch out for the Devils, Grumpy. I told you. I'm telling you one thing, too. Watch out for the Iowa Senators. You know you another team you got to watch out for, Grumpy? Who, TJ? team who plays in the Central. The team that wears red and white. There's no team in the Central. There's no such division as a Central division. The team that plays. What, what, what division is it there? It's not the Central. The Atlantic. The Atlantic, thank you. Man, it's been a long day, Grumpy. The yeah. team that plays in the Atlantic. That wears the red and white, Grumpy. That's the team you got to watch out for, too. The Russian national team. Okay. Rick Roma says. Red Wings, Grumpy. The Red Wings are another team you got to watch out for. Rick Roma says, not the most exciting game in Isles history, but versus Arizona, but you take the two points. Run. Exactly. To me, I thought it was non-entertainment, but we got two points out of it. New York Islander, Islanders, or as Bichonette calls them, the New York Ambians. Well, he ain't lying. Grumpy thoughts on biz. Well, there you go. I don't think much of him as a person. Uh, Rick Romer says, Grumpy, thoughts on lose off season? I'm trying to get Grumpy worked up early. I got no time to waste. Uh, he did nothing in the off season, So I, there, I could not even have any thoughts. There was no off season. Damn. Synergy HD says, late. Um, actually, only 15 minutes, which is Grumpy early. was the reason why we were late today. Not true. Not true. I had sent you Not the invitation true. 15 minutes before showtime. Your ass didn't show up, and I had to call Hold you on. five minutes late. Yeah, uh-huh. Show you that. I was ready to go. Bullshit, you were not. So G says, I'll be back in 30 minutes. Well, yeah. you missed uh -huh. some of the show. Um, also, the Coyotes goalie looked like dog shit. Should have scored five on him. I didn't. I thought he think he looked a little bit squirrely yesterday compared to how he did the first two games. That's all I'm saying. I thought he came up with a few big saves when needed. He didn't play the first two games. They run a 1A, 1B system there for Arizona. He's only played one prior game. Okay. Okay. Veritas Invicta. Hey, that's, by the way, that's a new sign. Pure blood. Ooh. Says the Islanders scored about seven almost goals last night. You know how much they count for? Nothing. Sorry. Not much. Um, Drew says the Islanders aren't on tonight, but you know who is? The New York Knicks. Nobody really cares about that. Knicks. 
Rick Roman says TJ's running late. Sun X was ready to go at 745, according to my sources. There you go. Now, I was on time. I, I, can I just say one thing? Rick Roma's been awful friendly to X. And all of a sudden, every Rick Roma comment gets put up there. I'm noticing that too there, Grump. Hmm. Aaron says. He's trying to grease the wheels. They got to grease the wheels. That's how it works. Aaron Glandon says, congratulations, Grumpy, on beating me in fantasy football. You deserved it. And let's go Red Wings. Hey, Aaron. Hey, they're winning tonight. They're beating They're beating the Pittsburgh Penguins up 2-1. And I just want to say to Aaron, uh, thank you very much. Matthew West says, good evening, gents. Good evening, Matthew. Adam Papadoulias says, who wins tomorrow realistically? Um, who's playing? To- the Islanders I don't, are not playing tomorrow. So maybe he's talking about uh, the Islanders play on Friday. Maybe he's talking about the Islanders on Friday. Or maybe he's talking about Jacksonville against New Orleans. I doubt that's what he's talking about. Okay. He's probably talking about who wins, Islanders or Devils. Devils. Devils will win. Theodore says – Hold on. You're not going to expand on that at all? You think Devils are winning? Yeah, I think the Devils are winning. Correct. Do I even need to expand on that? They're better than we are. They do everything better than we do, except we have the better goaltender. That's it. There they is have, no comparison the devils, between the, the, devils, and the, the devils. The Devils are 1-1-1 one, one, and one to start the season. I don't care. They'll be 2-1-1 one, one after tomorrow. They've been surrendering a lot of goals. You talk about a team that's been very porous on the back end, right? They they beat the Red Wings 4-3. to three. They lost in shootout to the Coyotes 4-3. to three, And they lost in regulation to the Florida Panthers 4-3. to three. They've been surrendering a lot of goals, Grumpy. Okay. Do you notice what they have been doing, though, also? Scoring goals. That's true. Teams that score goals give us problems. Mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't beaten a team that scored more than two goals this year. Theodore says, "Sup, boys? Grumpy mad at TJ, of course. Opening night dub in attendance. Yep, very good for you, Arizona goaltender standing on his head. Yep, the boys are two and old. Yep, yep. That's three yups in a row. Very good. Uh, then we're gonna say Adam once again says, "Hey, gents." John DeBella says, hello, guys. Another game last night. The Islanders made a bad goalie look like a Hall of Fame goalie. I disagree. I think he's actually a pretty good goaltender. Um, Johnny C says, you're welcome for the Rangers softened up the Coyotes last night, by the way. Thanks, you, Joe. Thank you, Joseph. We can always uh, appreciate our Manhattan-bound uh, friends to help us out. Uh, already hit that one, X. Thank you. Uh, Matthew S says, I was at the game on Saturday. The main reason we won, who knew that Matthew went into the locker room and gave the big speech before the game, which spurred the Islanders on to victory. Thank you, Matthew. Angelo M says, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Angelo. Brian, Brian B, my brother from another mother says, looks like the same team again. Two wins against two non-playoff teams by one goals. Brian, you're preaching the choir, my man. Bet and Blanket says 82 and 0. Uh, I'll say doubtful, Bet and Blanket. Matter of fact, I'm going to say absolutely not. Uh, Stephen Cartier says first impressions of the power play. I, I thought yesterday was a little, the first unit was a little bit faster, but still not good enough. Just not good enough. Uh, Nick Canetta says, How's it going, fellas? Hope all is well. It is for me. I hope it is for you too, Nick. Bet and Blanket adds in. Pick movement looks way better. I thought it was a little bit better. But you know what? You got to score goals. That's what it's about. 
We and, had opportunities, I think, on the first power play. Where I'm like, okay, we were moving the puck around. I thought things looked kind of good. No I mean, we scored immediately. With the first power play, we scored immediately. I'm thinking this, the, the second power play then. I was like, okay, I like the movement there we've got out in the ice. and uh, But uh, we've had good movement before. It's it, The power play is one of those very bottom line type of things. Are we scoring or are we not? Yes. You're not scoring and you're looking beautiful while doing it. doesn't matter. you got to put the damn puck in the net and vice versa. I don't care if you're ugly. You know, you got an ugly power play. As long as you put the puck in that, it's all that matters. Drew says, something tells me that the Coyotes are either still going to be very bad or they may surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, the Coyotes' defense is atrocious, though. It's literal Swiss cheese. I No, I would say it's figuratively Swiss, Swiss cheese, not literal. Okay? There's a difference. So, now here's the thing. I thought they were terrible defensively last night. A lot of blown coverages down low, just letting guys run free. I think they'll be better than they have been in the past, though. They have a lot of te- they have more team speed. The Cooley kid is going to be a player in the league. With that yes, point. Logan Cooley. Like I think Arizona, they have so many picks too. They, I think they're going to be a team. As long as they don't find a way to f it up, they're going to be a team that's going to be a really solid team to look out for. And they were talking about it on the show. Now, here's the one thing I will say: they're trying to find ways to energize the Arizona Coyote fan base. They're talking about the future in the NHL is in great hands. And they start going over some of the names and they're like, you know, they really think we're going to go through a renaissance of hockey, you know, at least top tier talent that we're going to see that we haven't seen in, you know, decades is what they're saying. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it is. I will say if that's the case, the Islanders are they're going to fall upon hard times if we go through a renaissance of hockey just because I don't think we have necessarily some of those uh, top-tier players that usually would spur on a renaissance, that's for certain. But Joseph yeah. D. Grumpy. Time for Sonics to get his name on one of these avatars, TJ. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means. Me neither. Casper the Ghost. He's not friendly. He's not good. He's just a ghost. X, we didn't read the comment. Oh, yeah, maybe we did. You're not reading who's saying it, Grumpy. Jesus, you're half-ass in the comments. Veritas Invicta, Grumpy, you're saying. <sighs> get Holmstrom yeah. off of line one. I don't need to see anymore. Neither do I. No one does, honestly. Adam P. says, I see it being another close game, but does Varley start against New Jersey? Absolutely not. What, hold on. No, no. Yeah, Varlamov shouldn't start against Jersey. Sorokin, think about it. Sorokin played on Tuesday. He'll have today is Wednesday. He'll have Thursday. So he'll have two days off. I mean, v- Sorokin should pretty much be in a spot to where you're playing him. You don't want to overplay him, but I'm like, when he has rest every single time, he's he's the goal. He's default number one. It's not even close. That's why you don't sign a 35-year-old freaking backup to a four-year extension worth 2.75 a year. You don't need to. Backup? He's a freaking backup. 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 You know what that means? He doesn't play. He's a backup. Like, he's – can you tell me – well, you don't know anything about Broadway plays, but let's say the big star it goes out every night. How many times do you think the backup gets to play? Freaking never. That's how often. Never. That's the way it should be. No understudy needed. Probably John, not. <laughs> John D says, when is it time Casper is done being shoved down our throats? No time soon, John. And give someone else a shot at left wing. That's not happening either. I would like to see Gauthier uh, give him a shot. He can't be any worse than Casper. Uh, it should be Oliver Wallstrom. 
It shouldn't be Gauthier because he's a guy who can't score either. You want to put the guy in there who has the best chance of putting pucks in the net on the first line. That's Oliver Wallstrom. Tommy Baffy says, good evening, oh, uh, gentlemen. Jesus, Jesus, fuck Grumpy. Holy shit. Are you not going to allow me to respond to anything right now? Are we just playing Grumpy read-along? <laughs> Pretty much because you have nothing important to add. No, you just not you just freaking rattling shit off. There believe it or not, there are some other topics I want to introduce today. And I guess now's a good time to do that. What what grumpy? What? Saying, when X is popping up the comments and he I finish talking, he pops another one up. I go right into the next. No, comment. you're doing grumpy. You're just fucking reading the reading. You're just reading everything off. I do want I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the hit the pause button for a second to interject, I guess, another topic I wanted to discuss here today. Um Sorokin, by the way, is third. All time for the Islanders organization was shutouts. Now to think about how many years he's actually been a starter for. What has it been? Three years he's been a full time starter. Maybe four. Has it been four years? Maybe he's been a full time starter. I'll say three. I'll pull it up here for us. But I mean, you'd have to say right. He's been the the most talented Islanders goalie that we've ever seen. Yeah, this is a okay. His first year was the 2020 season. He played 22 games. He played 52 games in 2021, 22, and then 22, 23 last year he played 62, and this year he's played uh, two games. So I mean, third, right? Third. This is this is yeah. He's played I guess the half of the one third year. year. Third third year as a starter. Yeah, sure. But I mean, uh, think about that. He's he's gonna. I mean, he could conceivably have the most shutouts in Islanders history and for the Islanders franchise by the end of the season. No, no, it'll be next. I think so. No, he's not going to get, okay. He's not going to get another eight shutouts this year. No, or nine. He's not. You realize it's like saying, I'm going to get a shutout play. Say you play six, but one every six games. It's not the way it works. It'll uh, be next year. It'll be next year. But here's the thing. He will lead the Islanders in career shutouts by his fifth year starter. Let's just say led that. the NHL in shutouts last year. He had seven the year prior. I maybe he doesn't break it, but uh he's gonna be he's the the point being is I think he's the most talented goalie the Islanders have ever had on their roster, right? Absolutely. I mean I don't even think it's close. Nope. It, he's a spectacular he, he's a spectacular specimen in that. Best and, player on the team. Best player absolutely. on the team. We, could, we are so fortunate, so unbelievably fortunate to have him in our lineup. Absolutely. People are going to get spoiled now. That's what they're this is what this is what happens when you get to see greatness every night. You might have some some loser fans who, you know, if he lets in a bad go, oh no, that's why we lost the playoff series. No, no. So I got tagged in this. Oh, go, go ahead, finish up, Grumpy. That's that's just not the way it is. Okay, everyone gives up a goal here or there. You get spoiled seeing how great he is every night. I know I do. And that's in every sport. Whenever you see the, the best at their position, you and you see it for year after year after year, as soon as you look at other teams or somebody else coming into your team eventually, it's like, man, this guy sucks. Well, he might not suck. It's just you're used to seeing the, you know somebody who's just a transcendental uh, type of player. And not everyone is that. We have one of those in Ilya Sorokin. Yep. And I'll tell you, he's all, hey, man, should we be worried? Oh, he's looking, he's looking bad in preseason. Oh, man, we should be worried about his preseason form. Remember all that shit that people were saying? I said it. No, I mean, wasn't worried. 
I said, but what happens if that carries over to the regular season? And, and you, hold on, you pretended you you thought it could carry over to the regular season? No, I just said what happens for the Islanders potentially making the playoffs. I feel Elias Sorokin has to be Vesna, Vesna Trophy caliber. And I think, I think he. I mean, it's only two games in. He absolutely still could struggle at times. You know, that's just you know expect. You know, that's just what to be expected there on that front. Right, but um, for us to win, uh, uh, win a playoff spot, he has to be Vesna Trophy candidate. And you're looking at it now, three to two, one nothing. That's your goaltender. You're winning those eight games because of your goaltender. No other reason. Your goaltender won you those games. And He's not a Kurt Cousins. He's a Tom Brady. And despite, despite, oh man, that was the easiest shutout he's ever gotten. He still had to be perfect. That's, right. <laughs> that's that's what I'll say. He still has to be perfect. Now people are tagging us in this. Now apparently they're trying to shit on Connor McMichael here. Let's take a look. Um, let's take a look here. And he's number twenty-four, I believe. So obviously he didn't mark his man as they started to rotate. Look like you know Simon looks Holman. like. You know what this looks like? I don't have a lot of experience and don't know where I need to be. Yeah, he needs to be better there. No yeah. doubt about it. I mean, like, yeah, I, you know, you're not going to see me say, oh, that's a great defensive job on his part. But that is I mean, absolutely his. That's his. That they, that's that, his man. That's a. That's something that he needs to get better at. He just. I don't know what he was thinking, honestly. That puck was never at risk of leaving the zone, and he just floated. He should get benched for that for a while. Absolutely. Cost him a goal. Absolutely did. Yeah, got to do better there. Um, you know, he's there for his offensive prowess. Is he going to be great defensively as he's making his way in the NHL? He's probably going to have a lot of those oopsie moments. That's all I'm going to say. A lot of guys do. So, anyway. Um, so long as I see him, got to be better than that. Yeah, he does. Um, John, John Smith, Smith says Barzell, Horvat, and Holmstrom still have zero points five on five. What the hell are they waiting for? TJ, you have any comments on that? I I, I keep saying it's early. If by game five, our magnificent eight and a half million dollar wonder isn't putting up any points, I, you're going to start to catch a little bit of scrutiny from me. That's I, I said five games. Give him five games, right? I expect to see some production after that point. Because now here's the thing. <clears throat> People wanted to celebrate that seven-game sample size when he was traded, when Matt Barzal was healthy, and he was healthy, and he was rocking and rolling, Bo Horvat, Matt Barzal. You know, I'll give him a five-game sample size. Let's see what we can do. Um, you know, it's still only game two. You need to produce. Bo Horvat. I, again, I thought game one, he had opportunities. He squandered every one of them. Shitty passes, bad feeds, unable to finish. I thought it was a bleh performance uh, for that line. I thought they had a few chances. I thought the second line probably generated more chances on the five-on-five -five play yesterday against the Coyotes. So um, you do want to see the guy that you're paying eight and a half million dollars for, though, produce. I will say that. Okay. That's something you want to see. They're playing with two men on the first line. Period. And you see, I tell you, numerous times I noticed when they were rushing the puck in the zone, you had Barzell and Horvat up front. And I'm like, where the hell is Holmstrom? And all of a sudden, late is Palmieri. So they're calling him on the rushes into the offensive zone. They're calling Holmstrom off the ice. 
because he can't do the job. That is not sustainable. It's just not. You get away with it now, I guess, against lesser teams. You're going to get eaten alive against good teams doing shit like that. That kid needs to step up. Or and if he's not capable, which he's not, he just flat out isn't, they're going to have to find somebody else who is. And I will say, you got a lot of people who are highlighting for Simon Holmes. Oh, man, look at this great job he did. He went ahead and created a little separation. He went ahead and intercepted the puck. Uh, you know, Hudson Fashing does the same shit. But better. That's, I was about to say, Hudson Fashing intercepts the puck. Hudson Fashing is a pest in the offensive zone, creating turnovers. You don't get a spot on the first line because you create a turnover every once in a while. You get a, you get a spot on the first line because you put the puck into the damn back of the net. That's right. I think it's that simple. That's so, what third liners do. Yeah. I, third liners are guys who's like, oh, man. Think about what a quintessential third liner is. Think about what Jean-Gabriel Pajot is. And he's even better than that, right? Um, yep. Most times, a third liner is a guy who has a lot of the pieces. Where you're like, oh, man, he, he's good, good, good energy. Like, you know, I think Pierre Engvall is probably a third liner on a good team. But, you know, he's a second liner here. But like Gauthier, right? Such a great preseason. Oh, he's a, he's a quick skater. He's a pest. He's a gnat out there. Uh, can he finish the puck? No, things seem to roll off his stick. You know, he doesn't seem to be able to finish it right when the opportunity presents itself. That's what Simon Holmstrom is. A guy who creates opportunities, Grump. A guy who goes ahead and intercepts pucks. A guy who's a pest, but he just can't finish. Same thing as Hudson Fashing. That was a third Maybe line guy. Shit. We have, a, a, a again, Pierre Engvall last night has a chance skating in, loses the puck as he gets near the net. Sorry. That's what third liners do, not guys on the scoring lines. And I've not been disappointed in the overall game of Pierre Engvall. He's just not a guy who's going to finish for you. I, I, it's like he gets close and it's like, oh, no, what do I do? Whoop, puck off the stick off the puck. It happens all the time with him. It's noticeable. It's noticeable when you have, you know, a clear opportunity to put the puck on the net, in the net, whatever, and you lose it when nobody's on you. It just happens all the time. And like, oh, man, look at that. Holmstrom goes ahead and hits the guy. He does he a heavy four check and he creates a turnover there. Oh, man, those things don't go noticed by the average everyday Islander fan. Uh, here's the thing. I see Anders Lee do shit like that. Does that mean Anders Lee should be on the first line? No. I you know I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Grumpy. I feel like at this point, people want, because he's young. I feel like he's the young player. He's the flavor right now. People want to see Simon Holmes should be successful. I think he's they just on the do. first line, so he must be great. He's such a young guy on the first line. Oh, there's a lot of potential talent here. You're going, again, this is a team that's, really bad defensively. I agree. A poor defensive team. We were picking their pockets all night. Every single every single line was picking their pockets. Anders Lee looked like a superstar last night. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is the Anders Lee. Take the clock back five years. And he's yeah. looking great out there on the ice. So, you know, I guess we'll see more and more as as the the opposition and the and the opponents continue to ratchet up as we play tougher competition. It's only two games in. So I'm not going to jump down the lack of production five on five play, and I'm not going to jump on Bo Horvat, but shit. The more and more time and games elapse without him finding his way on the score sheet in a positive way, the more and more I think the pressure needs to be placed on him. You get paid to produce and score points. You should do that. True. My opinion. Vimelka is very underrated, says Matthew S. I think he's going to be good. 
I thought he was, I, she showed glimpses last year. He's better this year. He's just getting better year after year. Scott Harris grump Holmstrom with another shitty performance. I want Wally preach to the choir, Scott. So true. Hey, Wallstrom. He's just finding a good spot sitting on the bench forever and ever and ever. It seems like leads the right. league in popcorn eating. Let me ask you this. Do you think he's going to get a, do you think he's going to get a shot grumpy? When do you think he gets his first action? Hey, we're, we're letting him get his, his leg back. We're letting him get his strength back in his knee and his quads. Please stop. Someone has to get hurt. I think it's going to take an injury for him to get in the lineup. Yikes. And if they keep on winning, why would they change things up? Honestly? Yeah. I, yeah, they shouldn't. But after the devil's lost on Friday, um, then who knows? Maybe we'll get if we shut out to the Devils. Maybe they say we need to create some more offense. We're going to roll him out there on the third line and play him nine minutes with no power play minutes. We play two of the weakest defensive teams in the league so far, and we have four goals. I'm just, I mean, those just facts. And his thing, we've been playing good enough defense. Um, both teams were guilty of the same thing, trying to pass the puck into the net instead of shooting it at times, where they had. Primo opportunities to to shoot, and I'm like, oh well, let's pass it. This guy standing alone, just they, young teams get a little fancy. That's what I'm gonna say. They get a little fancy. Don't need to get fancy. Certainly, we're not fancy. We're not a fancy team. We're anything but fancy. That's for certain. Uh, Frank K. Grumpy Dobson, who I've supported, comes off very weak minded by blocking people on Twitter. Who gives a shit? Because he can't handle criticism. Then trying to say he was hacked, which is bullshit. At least he deleted his account. You can see how pissy he looked during and after his interview after the game. Either take criticism like a man or leave town. He comes up very peppily. You know what I think? If if he wants to cancel his account, fuck you. That's like that's the way I feel. It's his account. He I doesn't have they, have they don't have an issue with that. They have an issue with the lie. And I who think cares? who cares? Who cares? I'm telling you who where cares? people have an issue. Who who cares? Who cares? I could care less what someone thinks about my social media presence. I could care less. You know, the only one he has to worry about is him. Nobody else. You can't control what anyone else thinks. You cannot. Just to think that you can control what somebody else feels or thinks is just, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. I will agree. Social media is the downfall of this country, I'm telling you right now. I think it's a downfall, absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone is. talks shit, likes to talk shit behind their computer screens. Whereas they, they walked up to see this guy in the street. Oh, yes. Well, I love you. You're great. That's exactly what it'd be like. Don't say anything you want. Can I get a picture, Noah Dobson? Can I go ahead and get your autograph, Noah Dobson? Absolutely. Oh, man. I love that. Absolutely. Oh, tell me about your experience. Do you like playing on the Islanders, Noah Dobson? I would never put something on Twitter that I would not say to somebody's face. Matter of fact, I would say meaner shit to somebody's face than I would put on Twitter. I absolutely, and I have done that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, so it's like, you know, I, I do think he, he Frank, definitely. I'm sorry that you're offended that he deleted his post and he lied to you. I mean, who cares? I do think that he is mentally weak. I, okay, I, I agree with Frank's criticism here. Now, listen, I don't care what Dobson does. I agree. Listen, listen, Grumpy. I want, I you, to, I want you to listen to my thought here listening he should not let what fans have to say impact him at all he shouldn't every single professional deals with the same exact level of bullshit every single did josh bailey ever go through and start block now 
Scott Mayfield has blocked people, but Scott Mayfield hasn't received any of that, any of that sort of criticism before. But Scott Mayfield has gone through and blocked people before. Josh Bailey, think about how much, hey, Josh Bailey. I mean, he's pretty much the whipping boy for the entire franchise for 10 years. I didn't maybe, see Josh Bailey destroying his Twitter account. Believe maybe me. the now, difference is he he's a 23-year-old kid. Yeah, he needs to be smarter and wiser about that. I, I think he is mentally weak. The fact is about being mentally weak. Maybe you just don't want to deal with the bullshit. Maybe that's what it is. You know what? Okay, if you listen, if you didn't want to deal with the bullshit, delete the app altogether. That's how well, you do that. Post, you just, that's what he wound up doing. He did that because everybody. Okay, you're not on social media, so I just want you to listen to it. People were making like coordinated. Ta- I can't believe Noah Dobson's doing it. Noah's doing it. It was like everybody was raging at so him. You know what he said? You know like, what he said? Fuck it. Fuck all of you. I'm deleting my account. You don't and that like was a smart it? thing to do. Oh, that was a there smart thing. I'm happy well, he there deleted you go. He tried. You know what? Maybe there were some assholes who were texting nasty shit to him. He's like, you know what? I don't want to look at this. Delete. I'm, I'm not going to let you. I'm going to block you. People do that shit all the time, right? If I think like Phil's facts are saying mean things to Noah Dobson. I wouldn't Twitter surprise account. me. Oh, is just that what you think it is? Just block him. Just block him. <laughs> just block. If I ever get on Twitter, I almost want him. The Islanders make the players now just so I get a Twitter account and I could block the shit out of people I don't like. And I'll say, say, I'm blocking you because you're an asshole. Block. And that's it. Jeez. You don't like it? I could care less. <laughs> I don't care. Maybe I'm just, here's the thing. Maybe I'm at the point in my life where I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. <laughs> It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Nobody, no adoption doesn't even know who you are. Okay. You follow him on Twitter. Who cares? Does that thing that, that, that no, no, they don't do follow something? him. They just, they just talk shit about him on Twitter. That's all they okay. do. Well, why should, why should, I don't want to watch who would really, unless you're a masochist. Oh yeah. I love when people run me down. Oh, whip me, whip me. Oh yes. I mean, <laughs> who, who likes that? Nobody likes that stuff. <laughs> Why would you do that? Just block them, please. You know what? Let's cut this cancer out right here. <laughs> block them. <laughs> Good for you, no adoption. Good for you. Oh you should pick God. up your account. I'll be your only follower. Don't worry. I'll start. You ain't going to hear me talk shit about you. I would never, first of all, I would never talk shit again to somebody over the computer. You want to talk shit? Go to your stadium and boo them there. Pay for your <laughs> ticket and boo them. Uh, hold on drew like sent it. us drew sent us a nice little meme here i like this meme i want to put this up on screen uh and i, I assume x will even get a little kick out of this it says the lamanites when they go to an islander game in person oh yes we love you you're great that's exactly what it'd be like don't say anything you can I get a picture no adoption can I go ahead and get your autograph? No adoption. Absolutely. Oh man i love that Absolutely. oh tell me about your experience you like playing on the islanders no adoption Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. That's exactly what they man, all be like that. Every single one of them would be like that. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell. I've met people, you know, it's funny when you talk to people like they're human, human beings, as opposed to idol worshiping them. Yeah. You get a lot of information out of them. And I, like I said, as somebody used to work, you know, for the Carolina Panthers, I knew ran into athletes all the time. I just talked to them like normal people. You know what? After that, Anytime they see me, they strike up a conversation. You know what? Because I didn't treat them like, oh, you're the you're so good. Ooh. Just talk to them like normal people. Like, what's up, dude? Hey, just like a guy in the street. That's all. 
Coach Tommy B said one of the best games defensively we've had in quite some time last absolutely. night. I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, but I I will say this. I'm happy he deleted the Twitter. I do think he, you know, I do think he should not let what other people say online affect him. He should have just deleted it a while ago. But those fans are ruthless as shit. The one point I wanted to make, too, is do you remember how our fan base always bitches and moans about, oh, we can never get this player in free agency or that player in free agency. Do you think players see shit like that? Like another player from a different organization is like, holy shit. It's now made it. The ripples have made it to us. They're fucking attacking Noah Dobson because he blocks some fucking, he blocks some fans. And now all the fans are shitting on his day. You think that makes its way around the league or like players who have social media, see shit like that. And like, man, dude, this Islanders franchise, they, they cannibalize the fan. The, the fans cannibalize the players. If shit doesn't go right. Now, here's the thing. I think all fan bases do that. No, I'm like, you don't think so. I think it's, Certain areas of the country where people are more asshole-like than others, for certain. Absolutely. I can't imagine people in the Arizona Coyotes community saying, F you, we fucking hate you, Logan Cooley, you sack of shit. We drafted you here, you're not playing well. I couldn't imagine that. I can't imagine Florida Panther fans doing shit like that. Like, there's certain fan bases I don't imagine doing stuff like that, and there are certain fan bases where I'm like, okay, Boston, Boston Bruin fans would do shit like that. that. You would see your Toronto Maple Leafs fans absolutely doing shit like that. It's because certain fan bases, the fans are more, it's more of a casual fan base. Yes. Where in certain areas of the country, it's life and death. Yeah. I mean, you know, you live and die with your team. That's the way yeah. it used to be. A lot of, like a lot of these teams, Nashville, do you think they're ripping their players in Nashville? No, probably not. Probably Dallas. Not. No, no, probably not. I might, if they were out there walking the streets, I'm not even sure half the people would be like, oh, yeah, that's even know who they people. are. That's Jamie Ben. Yep. Jamie, who? That's what they would say. Who, what? No. Veritas Invictus says here, Arizona played well um, for the East Coast trip against all three local teams. They went one and two. They want one and two. So I don't know. Is that really a successful road trip? Probably not. No. Now they did play. They did play well. But you know, at the end of the day, you're judged by how many points you have. That said, Arizona's looking. I tell you what, I like the direction of their team. And they're loaded, absolutely loaded with draft picks the next three years. Loaded. A lot of young prospects, too. So Adam P said, Vimelka. Um, He stood on his head the other night. John Smith said, I think we dropped the next two personally. So we've got the um, we've got the Devils on Friday, and then Saturday we've got the Buffalo Sabers. Well, let's see. I mean, I thought Buffalo. I was surprised at Buffalo. They they had opportunities, and just didn't convert. They really had some opportunities, just didn't convert. Uh, I would expect them to be better. I would. Coach Tommy B said Dobson had his best game in a while last night. Good. I like to hear that. Man, deletes Twitter and things start going well. Drew L said Holmstrom has gotten better at being Josh Bailey. Um, just continuously passing. That's right. He had one opportunity to shoot the puck and he didn't last night, or maybe that was the night before. Um, but Lane really needs to move Pajot, Hudson Fashing, or Wallstrom on that first line. He's not a first line player, period. And if he's on your first line, that's problematic. Nick Canetta says, would you guys try to make a move for Pinto? Ottawa doesn't seem too concerned with getting a deal done. The deal is supposedly already agreed upon. They just have to free up salary cap space. 
and he's back on the island training, what type of trade package would you make for him? Why would Ottawa trade him? There is no trade package that they could give Ottawa that they would take. They would have to – the Islanders would have to eat salary is what they would have to do. The Islanders don't have that ability right now. The, the Islanders would have to free up cap space or it's like, oh, maybe we can get a mutual, you know, a mutual trade-off. It just doesn't make sense for Ottawa to do that. It, we're not we're – not, we're not viable trade partners. Oh, well, he's from Long Island, you know, Pinto, man, he's going to come here. He's he's trained on Long Island, you know, get him, get him an Islanders jersey ready. Okay. It's not happening. You know, we, the, our general manager made all the moves that this team will see until the trade deadline. Then we will continue to add more pieces and trade away future draft picks and prospects. So, you know, let's just, let's just go out on a limb and say, if Oliver Wallstrom is not valuable enough to be starting in their lineup come opening night, he's probably going to be a guy that they try to do anything they can to shop around. And they'll do that after he sits on the pine for like 60 or maybe 70% of the games to start the year. And they're like, oh, we got to now we got to find a way to trade Wallstrom away at his lowest point. Let's trade him away and maybe he'll become something else. Yeah, that's not the way it works. <laughs> he's, he's, they're, they're not moving Shane Pinto. It's not happening. Joseph C. says, no way a road team expects to win a game if they have 14 shots on goal. Is that all they had? I thought they had close to 20 by the 14 end. 14 shots at the end. Okay. Well, that just tells you how good we were defensively as a unit. And they got too fancy with the puck sometimes. I thought we were real aggressive uh, in the defensive zone, which certainly benefited us. Um, is it something you can continue your whole year? No. But it worked against them for one night. Frank Kay. Uh, Brock Nelson continues to prove why he's the best player on the team. He's not. Sorry, he's not. I think he's probably the one of the better skaters. Yeah, he's he's one of our better forwards. I think. I think. I think. Okay, Matt Barzal. It's early yet. I'll keep saying this because he could change and revert back to old Matt Barzal. He's not overhandling the puck. And when he doesn't overhandle the puck and he's more direct with his play, he's the best skater on this ice, and it's not even close for second. He's, so he's the second best player on the team. Sorokin's yeah. number one. Yep. Yep. Best um, skater. He's the best skater by far on this team. Ooh. Adam P says Dobson dropped off the Twitterverse and it's causing Islander fans to point fingers at each other. Well, you know what? Again, who cares? It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Get over it. And for the people who made him Grumpy, drop off. Grumpy, I want to get your thoughts real quick. What are your thoughts about Noah Dobson leaving Twitter? Can you, can you, I just want you to go on the record. Good for him. About time. It's the smartest thing you ever did, kid. Don't, don't get in a cesspool with the morons. It's the worst thing you do. You, you try to block, block out the negative influences. Then all of a sudden, the more of them start talking shit. Screw it. I don't need this crap. Uh, Probably, like I said, somebody was running his account. This is what happened. Somebody was running his account. account. Absolutely. Someone was running his account. And then they tried to say, you know what? This guy's talking mean about him. We're going to block them. All of a sudden that he's like, what the hell's going on? Why, why am I having to listen to this the day of a morning skate? Why do I have to listen to this shit? And they're like, oh, well, I put, I blocked some guys. He's like, delete the damn thing. I don't need it. He's it, that kind of sounds exactly like the grumpy old man. That sounds That's like what I would say. Grumpy. Screw. Screw. <laughs> I don't like it. Good now, you have no contact with me. Fine, <laughs> you happy now? 
good. Rick Roma, grumpy. Rick Roma says a veteran Islanders team that plays the way they do can obviously frustrate a young team like Arizona. Yep. Was not surprised with that game at all. True. Yep. Absolutely. Well put, Rick Roma. Well put. David Sean McDonald, grumpy. Exactly. We play two non-playoff teams. We won both. I'm not getting too excited because these are teams we should be beating. Some people on Twitter were talking like we're going to be unstoppable. Yeah, four goals in two games against two weak defensive teams. That sounds like the same fans who were talking shit to Noah Dobson. Probably same ones. <laughs> Probably Lamanites. Dude, the Lamanites hate hate Noah Dobson. They does, hate him. Does Ilias Sorokin have Twitter? Maybe I think he does. I'm sure he does. I guarantee you he doesn't handle his Twitter account either. I, I don't think they're big enough stars to have people to handle their Twitter account. How many followers did he have? 7,000 Noah Dobson. Okay. He's, so not managing, he's not managing his own account. How many posts did he put out? I don't, I'm not sure. He hadn't posted since June of 2022. Yeah. It's because so, it, it means it nothing takes. to him. It means nothing to him. It means nothing. You haven't posted everything in a year and a half. You know what that means? My mom, people told me I should set this up. I let my sister handle the account. She started on my mom. She was pissed off that everyone was talking mean about her son. I'm like, screw it. I haven't even posted in a year and a half. Screw it. I don't need this shit. The last thing I need is to have the Islander PR department come up to me and say, oh, Hey, what's going on with Twitter? They're going viral and not for the good reason. I'm like, There's this Twitter? Lamanite named Phil's Faxes. No, it was not him. Phil was not the first person to notice. It was some guy. Oh, shit. I'm going to forget his name. He does. He covers. He does like, I think, an Islanders podcast, too. But he first. Peter, Peter Pud was probably his name. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Nick C said the first line has really been generating a lot of offensive zone time and chances. But it's obvious the line needs somebody who won't hesitate to shoot. Holmstrom isn't cutting it. For people who've been listening to this show, we've talked about this now for months. Yep. For months. How we should have gotten. How months we should have gotten Johnny Gaudreau. Let could you imagine Johnny Gaudreau with uh, we would not have the no 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 he's a bona fide first line left wing. Could you imagine the damage this lat line would do with Gaudreau on there? They were too cheap to pull it off, or the old bastard just lied to the fans. That's probably more what happened. I wonder if he's got a Twitter account. The he probably fuck. has a burn. He's got a burner account, Grumpy. Yeah, you know what he's got? He's got he sends out all his messages by carrier pigeon. That's how he sends out his tweets. He's Isles fan number one. He's Lou Lamarillo's number one fan, is what his his Twitter handle is. This is what his tweets were like. He grabs a bird, he goes, Wait! He yanks its head, and goes, Wait! So that's his type of tweets. No. That's what he does. Frank K Grumpy. Uh third period, Sorokin made some great saves. Holmstrom is painful, not a fan. Clutter and Pajot were done. Um uh, yeah, Holmstrom's painful. I, I don't think Sorokin made great saves. He made one. He I thought he made one save that was really good. He, here's the thing. He's just really good. And like I said, I'm spoiled now because a lot of shots that, oh, maybe another goalie would let that in. He just makes a routine save on it. So that's what I say. It, it, it looks so easy for him. That's how good he is. Joseph sure. says, um, Arizona getting all hype for their home opener on the 21st. In front of those four thousand fans, they'll have. Well, good for them. I will say it's going to be against, I believe, the Chicago Blackhawks. So, like, honestly, though, let's talk about a really cool game. I like if I was in Arizona and lived in Arizona, I'd be like, cool, I get to see Logan Cooley and Connor Bedard play. 
you know, the first time they'll match up number one and number two draft picks. Absolutely. I'm down. If I lived in Arizona, I would get season tickets for them. Sure. Sure. 4,000 seat theater up to 4,000 seats. There's not a like bad 5,000 or like okay. 4,000 and change. But there's not a bad seat in the house. I agree with that. Jason says, hello, Jason. Uh, third line is non-existent. Yeah. Well, they're not as noticeable because Parise is not out there. Theodore A. Grumpy. Vegas uh, is going to have to start setting these over and unders on the Islanders game at five flat while every other game is six and a half. Yeah, we just don't score. Yep. Um, Drew L. Grumpy. TJ, why do you only watch the opposing team's broadcast? I I cannot listen to Butch Goring. I don't want him because it just pisses me off and infuriates me at this point. And I'm like, I, he's he's typical of every hometown announcer now. And I'm saying that for the big market teams like Philadelphia. And, you know, but here's the thing. Some of the some of the other ones are pretty even handed. Sure. The uh, the Islanders are not like that. I mean, Butch has his freaking his running orders from the fossil. Dude, you have to sell the hell out of this team. Sell how great we are. You know, I don't want it to continue to ruin and mar my image of Butch Gorn because that's what it's doing at this point. So I'm like, it's better for me not. It's better for me to just. I don't have to even think about it. So I'm just completely ignoring it. There, I don't feel as I don't get upset where I'm like, what the hell is this maniac talking about? I don't get that way anymore. So for me, it's it keeps the image of Butch still in high standing for me. So I just don't listen to him. That's fair. Can Sorokin play all 82 games? Says Coach Tommy B. On point, Grumpy. Butch and Brendan are much more tolerable than a lot of other teams' broadcasters. Yeah, like I said, they're not the only ones. No. They're not the only ones, but they're pretty. Here's the thing. Brendan's really not, even though you're starting to see a little bit creep into with him now, too. Um, but Butch is like, come on, Butch. Just stop. I mean, because, again, use the put the shoe on the – take the old put the shoe on the other foot test. Yeah. If you would say that it's bad for the other way around, it's probably bad for your team too. That's how you should look at things. Just a little objective, like the elbow. Well, you know, throwing the, you know, he didn't, he didn't mean it. Well, it doesn't matter if you mean it or not. You hit a guy in the face with an elbow. It's an elbowing call. I mean, <laughs> or the, I mean, I mean, just like, but he, the Arizona did it last night too, or you know, about the hooking or the interference. I'm like, that's absolutely. But they actually said. Oh, I'm surprised nothing was called there. Where Butch losing his freaking mind. That's it. Okay, well, the Islanders do the same thing. And you say, well, you know, with this and that, the other thing, sometimes things happen. No, dude, no, just stop. If you can't call it this down the line, you know, he's a homer. That's what he is. A lot of teams are like that. David Shaw McDonald says, what bothers me is it seems like we're still playing down to the competition. I don't think so. I mean, I think we've played probably as well as we could play the first two games. This is the highlight of the season. I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> nice, Grumpy. Suspend Lou. That's that it. I love it. Drew L. Grumpy. I guess Lou Lamarillo is also a serial killer since he's killed both the Devils and our team's futures. Well, he tried to kill Toronto, but they extradited him back to the United States. JP Grumpy. Gentlemen, it's really hockey season. Yes, it is. It is that it is there. Synergy HD, Grumpy. I noticed that the first season, it's a shadow. Been to UBS, it's there live. 
it is indeed a shadow. Maybe it was intentional. Um, no, it's not a freaking shadow. I've never seen that before. Dude, it's not a shadow. You know how you know it's not a shadow? Because if you walk to all parts of the stadium, you're going to see the same line no matter where you're sitting. Not a shadow. I don't know. I don't know. Painted. JP. Islanders have been trapping really well. We'll see what happens when they play stronger competition outside of the suck zone. Exactly. Nick A. Islander Sabres at UBS. The blue line is there. Well, then guess what? They, they've painted it there. And it is to help Sorokin. Absolutely. I don't, I hope the league comes down and they bust a living shit out of Lamarillo. I know that's a Lamarillo thing. They said, you know what? If your position's good. Well, lose goes. Well, why don't we just paint the line there? Helps out our goalie. Until the league says something, it's not illegal. They're going to have to change the rules. Oh, good gracious here. Noah W. Grumpy. How would that? I just love. No, it's a shadow. No, stop. It's not a freaking shadow. Do you think that people don't know how shadows work? <laughs> I, I really am not sure. I'm getting a now few. Hold your hand up here. The lights here. The shadow's going to be this way. It's not going to be in front. It's going to be behind you. There's the light. Look. Look. Look at my shadow. Stop. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Pathetic. Yeah. Like, um, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to have to have somebody explain. It's, hold on. Hold on. We'll put that one up in a second. I, I shadow? Guess, you know what's not? It's not in front of my hand. It's behind. If you went and took a picture from behind, you'd see the shadow in the same spot, Grump. Hold on. Okay. We need to look at this. The camera angle yeah. is from the front. Yes. The shadow doesn't cast also no, to the front of that. That's what I said before. That's what I said. The only way that could happen is if they had something over the top of the light no. that makes it darker. Like that would have to boring. have the light shining from behind to create that, and it had to be up high. Just look at just look at how far the shot. It's it's just bullshit. It's absolute horseshit. They're lying to you. It's because they could. They's like you know what? Just tell them it's a shadow. They're stupid, and they'll probably believe it because they're hockey fans. See, okay, look, you get the same shadow in the front. It's not a shadow. I mean, look. You get the same exact one from behind yeah, when you're bullshit. different angles. You, it's not like you're getting the same angle every. You're getting different angles that are showing on both sides of the ice. I, I refuse to think that I stupidly did not see this. Look, I told you that. But look at the shadows. Look at the shadows. Look, it's not moving either. Wow, yeah. we're moving the camera. It's I not moving that. either. Whoa. I told you that. I don't know why it took you so. I mentioned it earlier. And you just didn't want to understand it. Maybe, maybe you're the maybe you're the hockey fan they were targeting. Idiots who believe that it's a shadow. Oh, yeah, it's a shadow. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All lemmings, the people lemmings, they don't want to question things. Oh, here it is. Watch the shadow. Can, oh, okay. the shadow. Look at look at how close to the ice this is. It's ridiculous. You it's can ridiculous. still see the line under the oh, okay. Come on. Come on, come on, guys. This is not a shadow. I'm gonna need somebody to give me some bear, and I'm maybe gonna eat my freaking words, and they're gonna freaking. Uh, this is not a shadow. I'm sorry. How come that shadow? How come there's no shadow? And look at every all the other shadows are moving. Not that one. <laughs> look at here. Look at this angle. What do you? And here's the thing. Here's the even more interesting part. The shadow is a straight line across. <laughs> no matter where you look at, it's always straight line across. You look from the other end of the ice. Oh, I can see that shadow. Stop. <laughs> Stop. How come the shadow isn't across the white also? Shadows just don't show up on colored surfaces. I hate to tell you. That's Look at the shadows of the players skating past. Why is the shadow not all the way across? It's a lie. It's a blatant lie by Lamarillo and the Lamanites. <laughs> hold on. I, hold on. There's no way in hell that could be the shadow, right? I'm no physicist, there but I understand. No, I can. 
If you just listen to me, I know how shadows work. All you need to do <laughs> is look at your shadow. Oh, here's the thing. The only way it doesn't work, like in Peter Pan, remember they had to sew his shadow. Wendy had to sew his shadow on the back of his foot. <laughs> they sewed the shadow away. to the ice, Grumpy, to make sure it's got the shadow on the bar. Come ridiculous. on, Grumpy. It's so ridiculous. God damn. Oh, no. I got Hold on. There was one angle where it was like, okay, this angle here. Hold on. Maybe it will show us it. There is no shadow. <laughs> okay. The netting is what causes shadow. That's a line of bullshit they tried to sell. Oh my god, that's too quick, damn it! Oh look, no, at it's right there. The shadow popped up from this angle too. Look at all there, the shadow. There is no shadow. There is no shadow. Oh, looky there. I love it. It never moves either. <laughs> Doesn't matter the angle. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's the laminate line says David Sean McDonald. Uh, the laminate. I've never that's seen this before, and maybe like okay, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. That's not. You're gonna have to do a whole hell of a lot of convincing, and maybe we're just gonna need somebody to. I need somebody out there. If you get to walk on the ice, I need you to bring a drill pick da, 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 and drill right into that line to tell me if there's another line that's painted under there. Someone needs to talk to to Lamarillo and Lane Lambert says, what's with that freaking line in front of the goal? And here's the thing. I know physics. I know uh, how shadows work. So you can't feed me that line of bullshit. I'm not a moron. I was born on a, I was born on a Wednesday. I was born on a, a Tuesday, but it wasn't last Tuesday. Okay. I know how freaking shadows work. Why are you all lying saying that there's some type of shadow conspiracy? Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, Noah W. How would that help his depth? As a goal goalie, you okay. want to play further out in your crease to cut off angles. Maybe he gets too deep. And as soon and as it's he's like, deep, if I can see this, I need to make sure I move my ass back in front of this line. I don't know. I like I, there's a line though, right? That's the only thing I'm saying is there's a noticeable line. It's not a shadow like they were told it was, like they like the Arizona came out and, and said it was. It's not a shadow. That's a, if that's a shadow, how come no other ranks in the league have the shadow? Yeah. And why why was there no shadow last year? I may, maybe if somebody starts tagging me in a whole bunch of these blatantly obvious shadow pictures in the league. Grumpy, are you watching the game right now? Can you go ahead and take a picture of your screen? Are you seeing are you which game are you watching right now, Grumpy? I'm watching the highlights of Ottawa and uh Washington and Are you seeing a shadow? No shadows. Oh, okay. And okay. they've been all different times of the period, all level of snow content build up, no shadows. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. There were no shadows last year. Why are there magical shadows this year? There are no shadows. It's a lie, a lie fed to you by the Lamanites. They <laughs> want to create a home ice advantage for Sorokin and the Islanders. They probably move the shadow in between periods to screw up the other teams. Oh, uh, they had them. They had them on both sides. Let's go on here, Grump. Third line, Anders. That's where he belongs. That's hey. all he's ever been. Third and he line. plays well there. He plays there where JP Grumpy. Hey, boys, what's the problem? As Jesse Venturi used to say, if you can't win fair, cheat. No. <laughs> what he said was, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. That's what Jesse the body said. Jesse the body Ventura, grumpy. Oh, man, oh, man. Hold on a second. I'll let you watch this here. You uh, right to pops, grumpy. Holmstrom on the line one is almost as much of a joke as TJ's hairline. It's true. God, looky here. You know what we're going to put up in Nick M. Grumpy. The Islanders need a real scoring winger. Absolutely. Look at that baby, man. That's a young baby. 
Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I already took it off there. It was on to the next thing. Veritas Invicta. Yeah, Simon has to go. Wally or even Gauthier at this point. Here's the thing. You can keep Casper as a fourth-line guy. That, because that's what he is. Fourth, He's a fourth-liner. I do. Oh. We're just going to play this in the background, Grumpy. As no we're shadow talking. there. I don't oh, see we're, we're going to play this in the background. This is at Boston. Maybe they don't have... Oh, well, hold on. Well, shit. There is a little bit of a blue line there. A darker blue. Is that a home game? No, this is an away game. How do you know? It's in Boston. How do you know? It's really light, though. I don't. How know. do you know? How do you know that's in Boston? Looks it's like the Islanders. Boston like fans. I already looked at this. This is Boston fans there, Grump. Maybe nobody, no Islander fans go. I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm trying to see here. I got to pull. Let me see the Islanders game. I just want to see how blatantly obvious. It maybe looks. that's maybe that's why really Boston. New. Hold on. Maybe that's why Boston's goaltending was so good last year. They painted a blue line too to make sure their goal is in the right spot. Hold on a second. Well, motherfucker, I'll be damned, Grump. It looks like there's a blue line all over the place. I re- I, I yeah, they're the- home games. Working. These are home games. How is that working? That's a blatant blue line there. These what? are Islander home games. I know. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. They're Islander home games. And I really never noticed there's a dark blue line in all these games. What the fuck? Let me tell you something. Arizona, this needs to be investigated. I, 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 dude, you know what it's like? You know what it's like? I feel like right now where it's like you go into work every day and it's like something they change like a picture someplace. And it's like five months later, you're like, oh, is that a new picture? Oh, yeah. This picture's been here for five months. How yeah. have I never noticed this blue line here? Maybe I'm just an idiot. Let me just tell you something. Congress does nothing, but they'll set up congressional committees on bullshit like this. I'm I think they need a blue to. line. There's that darker blue line That's there. Right. Again. It's absolutely, it's absolutely painted on there. Absolutely it is. I don't know. There it is. And I just find it funny that it's only in the blue section. This looks like shadow from this angle. That looks like a shadow. That is not That's a not shadow. Dude, it's not. You're, you're looking directly That's overhead. There's no way for a shadow to be generated directly over it. There is no way. I don't know. I need to find an away game. I need to find another away game. There are no away games. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's take a yeah, look. It's the Devils. Let's see. Let's see, Devils. Do we see a blue line that I'm blind to? Nope. I'm not seeing a dark blue line. No blue line. Well, let's see. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to explain this. Let one me tell me. you something. The NHL should come down hard. No, I, <laughs> I Maybe it is just the way it's set up over top. I'm going to need to have somebody who's gone. We have never been to UBS Arena, right? No. So that's the one caveat. Like, like From this angle, I'm not seeing a line. But maybe it's just the way that the rafters are designed there, Grumpy. No, I'm giving the Islanders the benefit of the doubt right now because I, I'm. it's trippy as hell. I didn't even notice that there was a dark blue line the entire year in our favor or a dark blue line at the UBS Arena the entire time. I didn't notice that. These See, are not preseason games. Dark blue line here. These are preseason. They played F- Philadelphia in the preseason. I'm not seeing a dark blue they line. They Jersey all, in the preseason. Hold on, hold on. These are all highlights from last year, Grumpy. Yeah, there's no blue line. I'm not, this is in Vegas. I'm not seeing a blue line here. There is no blue line there. Because the Islanders paint the blue line underneath so Sorokin can get an advantage. That's why they do it. I don't know. That's absolutely the reason. Okay, don't watch that. Dobson has a mistake there. Well, no, it just got – that was a better pass. Uh, anyway, anyway, it's it's an odd one. I'm going to need somebody to explain this to me. I'm done. I'm I done talking about fucking blue lines in the damn goalie crease, though. I need somebody to explain it to me. You know, I know what they used to do when Lamarillo was a kid when they found out shit like that. They, they burned you at the damn stake. That's what they did. Uh, like the Salem witch trials. 
Oh, Lamarillos were there. They were the first ones to be burning women at the stake uh, for being, you know, witches. No, I think Lamarillo no, needs no. to be burned at the stake. No, no, no. Here's it. Okay, keep keep reading comments. David Sean says we seem to take the foot off the gas with one or two goalies. Well, that's all you need. It drives me insane. Listening to games on Hofstra Radio probably adds to the stress because I can't see the gameplay. Well, that's true, David. But uh, also, when you have Sorokin in that, uh, one goal lead is pretty much it's over. Two goalies, <laughs> you might as well just go home. I never felt last night that they were going to win that game, that uh, Arizona had a Arizona. shot. And it was I'm funny. They were, they were talking about it for a while, like, hey, um, you know, Oh, we're only one goal away. They kept saying that shit. And I'm like, might dude, well, I'm, you're freaking nuts. You're not it, winning the game. Come it on. might as well have been 100 goals down. That's what Sorokin does. He's so good in net that you know he's. if the game is close at the end and they have a lead, they're going to win because of him. He's not letting anything in. He's not letting weak goals in. That guy is a freaking, he's a, he's a lock. He just locks it down. Nick D, Grumpy. Grumpy TJ Sunex, how you guys doing tonight? Very good, Nick. Do well, um, Nick. If this was any other team, we would have lost last night. Same problems as usual. We can't effing score. That's going to be a problem all year long. We the same it. problem we've had for years and years and years, yeah. it seems like. Um, Coach Tommy B, grumpy. Dobson blocked Phil's facts. The real question is who hasn't blocked Phil? Oh, that's a good one. Well, TJ, we still have contact with Phil on Twitter. Do I we love I love. I made the joke. I was like, I said, maybe Dobson's on to something here. I, you know, I texted Phil before and I said, watch this one. <laughs> uh, we love Phil. Uh, Nick C. Grumpy. I felt like Aho showed a lot of value last night. I'm not an Aho fan at all, but he played really well on his offside with Bull Duke, who also played well. Does that make you guys feel better about our defensive depth? No, I always felt we have seven defensemen. I mean, I think they're all, you know. They are what they are. I'd, I'd rather have Aho as a number seven. If it's Bullduke, that's fine. Um, they can both play in a pinch. I don't have a problem with it. And here's the thing. Playing on your bottom pairing, you're going to get limited minutes anyway. Your first two pairings get the lion's share of the minutes, as it should be. That's why you don't pay a bottom six uh, defenseman a seven-year contract when he's in his 30s for $3.75 million a year, whatever it is. He's getting paid three and a half. You just don't do it. It's dumb cap management. It's a Lamarillo staple. Stupid contracts. He leads the league in most idiotic com contracts. That's what he does best. Sign guys to too much term and too much money. It's a Lamarillo staple. Look at this one. <laughs> Jay says, if a goalpost sees its own shadow, eight more weeks of winter. Oh, man. I hope, honestly, we're wrong on this and it's just a shadow. And we it's can just not a shadow, it. dude. It's not a shadow. You cannot have a shadow from the same shadow from every single direction you look at it. It is not possible. <laughs> Theodore, eh? Dobson did the right thing. He's a hockey player. Doesn't have time to make his living on Twitter. Exactly. He's like, fine. You know what? I tried to treat you like an adult. You acted like an asshole. I blocked you. Then you all complained. F the whole group of you. I'm moving on. That's what he should have said. Hey, this is my last tweet. To all you Islander fans, screw you. Then delete it. Coach Tommy B says, what happens when the groundhog sees its shadow? There it is. Oh, God. Adam Adam P. Grump. Grumpy. Dobson doesn't tweet ever with the exception of a major event like one Lee run. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not. Okay. You keep saying this stuff like, oh, somebody else runs it. For big Twitter accounts, Absolutely. For Noah Dobson, he had 7,000 followers, Grump. Noah Dobson was not his like mom, an His mom, 
I could mom, see his girlfriend doing that. Yes. If he had a girlfriend. That's Absolutely. the one where I'm like, okay, the only yeah. way that it could be positive for him is like if his girlfriend saw it, she logged on. It's like, screw all these people talking shit about my boyfriend. I'm just blocking them. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? You blocked a whole bunch of people. You've got honestly, I really don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm happy he deleted. I don't think any of them should have the Twitter. I you shouldn't have the Twitter. They shouldn't have, shouldn't the, have Twitter. the Twitter. Okay, if you've got Twitter, you gotta listen to you gotta fight and duke it out. Like with people like Phil's facts, all these people who have so much time just to shit on each other's day. It's funny. I just you know what Twitter is for me? This is my Twitter. I just go out there and I speak and go, ah, and that's it. And I'm good. And I, I don't think any more islanders after it. Okay. After here's whenever I, like I said, I have access to the Islanders, our Islander Twitter page. But that's I don't mean a grumpy old man Twitter page. I think is what whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I, I, things pop up, and usually it's Phil because he's like he's he's like spam on Twitter, and <laughs> things will pop up. And I was thinking, gosh, if I had Twitter, and I do, I mean, but I don't want to enter. I would just say, Phil, you're a moron because those are the type of things that I would say. You're being a moron. How oh, stupid are you? That would be my response. But I'd rather just talk to him on the phone and call him a moron as opposed to letting everybody else know. Ellen O'Neill says, great game last night was there and definitely fun. I'm well, happy. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Ellen, welcome to the family. Happy you're here. Nice she's, picture she's and nice jersey. Home. She's in our football league there, Grumpy. Drew oh, really? Allen. I didn't know. Sorry, Ellen. I'm clueless. What can I tell you? Grumpy doesn't pay attention. But No, but it's the first time that she's sent a comment in. I don't I don't think I've ever remembered oh, wow. that. She does. She does. There's so few women who comment in that I know that it's whatever. Drew says, my concern with the whole Dobson thing is that if it actually it, it is actually him on Twitter, what if he wants to leave? And if he does leave, you know, he's going to tell his new team about the Lamanites. You know what? That's a ways off yet. All that shit will be forgotten. So I'm not worried about that. Let's see if I can get to the next comment. Because X is not doing his job, I'm sure of that. Rob G says he's still learning, Grumpy. He's only, what, 22? He's 23, actually. Uh, Frank K goes, if someone was threatening his life or something like that, then fine. He's right. But he comes off weak-minded. How is that weak-minded, Frank? I totally disagree with you. I cannot disagree with you more vehemently because his play was critiqued and he got petulant. How about just effing play the game and Hoover's critics wrong? Well, that's what he's doing. He's saying, fuck you, Frank, and everybody else. So there you go. Victus and Veritas goes, the main positive from Lambert is sticking with the defensive model he embraced last year after Barzi was injured. If they stay defensive and just improve the offense somewhat, but line one must change. It's hard to play that style of game all year long. Very difficult. We've seen even under Barry Trotz when the team was younger that by the end of the year, they were gassed. It's too hard to play that grind out system for 82 games. Too difficult. Frank from Empire State goes, hello, all. Hello, Frank. Uh, Drew says, Grumpy, you look a little bit squirrely tonight. Well, that could be every night, Drew. Not a problem. Um, Thomas Bach says, gents, they played two good games. Hopefully, uh, they can play the structured game for the season. Yeah, good luck. The one thing I noticed is that they need a finisher. Wallstrom, why not? Again, it was two games against Two poor defensive teams. We only scored four goals. That's what I got out of it. And our power play has once again not been great. Um, Frank says, uh, Holmstrom beyond sucks. Very true. Uh, 
Uh, Frank also adds, Palmieri would kill it on the first line till Wally is ready. The whole thing is you don't want to break up that chemistry that they seem to have on that second line. I would not break that up. So the GHD says, you know who would have been nice to have on the first line? Atu Ratu. He probably wasn't ready. My Little Brownie, new picture for My Little Brownie. Says as young as the season is, there are only four teams with no losses, and the Islanders are one of them. Shocker. That's going to end Friday night. Sorry, little brownie. Veritas Invictus says, I'm glad we caught them flat-footed. I'll take it. Absolutely. I think we benefited. And here's the thing. We're benefited from our early season schedule. whole bunch of home games against weaker teams with a lot of rest in between. That's good for us. Like I said, you can't miss the – you can't make the playoffs in the first month, month and a half, but uh, you can take yourself out of playoff consideration. So far, so good for us. David Sean McDonald says, can you imagine how – We'd look with a legit right wing. Barzi looks good on the left wing. We need another wing for that first line, a real stud. And then I think we could do some damage. Andrew L goes, Grump, if you have the puck, it can't be interference. Okay, hooking, holding, whatever. He absolutely interfered with them. Uh, Drew says, uh, Grumpy, just admit it. You're a bigger Carolina Hurricanes fan than an Islanders fan. Not true. But I have to say, I, you got to remember, I get all the Canes games. I hear a lot of Canes down here and they're good. They're freaking good. I hate to admit it. They're good. And every time I won't make the mistake that I've made in previous years saying, man, they've done some dumb shit in the, in the off season because everything they do turns out to make them a better team. I'm done second guessing what Don Waddell in that front office does. Veritas and Victor said Rangers haven't looked overly impressive outside of their opening game. Meanwhile, the Frames love blowing leads against other Metro teams. Well, that's good. Hopefully the Rangers lose. Uh, next, X. If Horvat, uh, Polymetal CX30, that's, that's a nice name. If Horvat doesn't get at least one point in the game tomorrow, I'm out on him already. Yes, he's shooting, but the, the, the money we're paying him, we need 30 goals out of him. I don't see it happening, though, to be honest. Totally different offense in New York with the Islanders than what he had in Vancouver, period. Uh, David Sean goes, the fact we're getting really good scoring opportunities is something I'm happy with. I want to see more of a killer instinct, meaning constant pressure. Let's all pray we can sustain this play. Uh, guys, all right, we're not going to be – we're playing bad teams to start the year. And I don't think we put a tremendous amount of pressure on Buffalo, maybe in spurts, but I don't think we were great against Buffalo. We were great last night. Arizona coming off the second half of a back-to-back. They've been away from home for a week plus. I mean, you knew they would lay an egg at some point. Thank God. Thank goodness it was against us. <laughs> and the reason why we don't have a killer instinct is that's not our skill set. That's not our talented skill set. Rick Roma says Carolina was winning 5-2 to two versus L.A., Blew the lead, then played two of the worst teams in the league, Anaheim and San Jose. You know what, though? They've on a road trip, seven of their, uh, six of their first seven games, or seven of the first eight. Say what you will, they're on a West Coast swing, just like Arizona, and they're winning games. Rick Roma says they look okay, I just, but it's way too early. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Rick Roma also, man, I'll tell you what, Rick Roma just knew how to, uh, to grease Sun X, didn't he? <laughs> And I'll tell you what, Rick Roma scratches his ass. X is putting it up there on the screen. I do expect them to win the Metro, though. Uh, I must be talking about Carolina. 
Yes. So do I. They look bored. They get a big lead and they relax. Tommy Baffy goes, Barzy has to completely carry the first line, plain and simple. True, just like it's always been. Uh, Um, Very good, Victor. Our power play is stationary. Nobody moves from their appointed spots. They've never heard of rotating, apparently. We're not good enough. We don't have enough talent. Stephen Cartier says, against Arizona, we only gave up 14 shots. That'll be the only way we can win, only scoring one or two goals. Um, it's it's harder. It's it's difficult. I mean, I just think it's really hard to play that style for 82 games and then playoffs. You're we have to pretty much be putting up defense or defensive masterclasses in order to win games at this point. I mean, we're not going to be scoring a lot of goals. I think that's right. That's that's the main takeaway. We're not going to be a team that's high flying. You know, we're not going to be an exciting team to watch. We're going to be slugging it out as we date under the Barry Trotz time period. That's it. Slugging it out, winning the games, close as shit, shutouts of plenty. You know, sometimes it's like, oh man, holy shit, how do we how do we lose two nothing? Man, if we just would have done this, this, and this, why couldn't we put the puck in the back of that? We'll have games like that. Every game's going to look like a slog. It's yep. not fun, and it's. I guess acceptable if you're winning, but yes. it's not fun. It's like, like remember the movie TJ Little Shop of Horrors, where feed me Seymour. No, well, yeah, well, that's the movie. But Bill Murray went into the dentist's office because he liked pain. That's like rooting for the Islanders. Is like, <laughs> it's it's painful to watch, but you get that sensation of the victory. Hopefully. So, I mean, that's kind of what you're going through. And kind of you kind of enjoy the pain because of the victory. J.S. says, what's your thoughts on Matt Martin? He's – this is his last year for the Islanders. I don't get the the Islanders need to have him in the lineup every single night. I don't get it. And it's Saban, by the way. Okay. Shea Saban. Um, Matt Martin – Longtime Islander favorite. Um, he's going to be remembered for a long time. Uh, he's not as good as he's been. He's he's on the tail end, very tail end. Yes. Drew says, Drew speaking Bell. of the NFL, Roger Goodell signed a contract extension. I'm going to go cry in the corner. Not. Why? The NFL, you knew he was getting a contract extension. Uh, the, the revenues for the league are up, up, up. He's a meat shield for all the owners. Shit. What's he get paid? Like 80 something million dollars a year? I'd be willing to stand there and take the slings and arrows too. Just cha ching. David Tom McDonald adds, I agree, grumpy old man. Bottom pairing D aren't super important, but still needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Better blanket, Grump. Islander surprising after the last preseason game where they looked abysmal. Maybe. They just really didn't care about the preseason, but some, not all the concerns are fading away. Okay. It's week one. You played two bad teams. We played Jersey and we lost to Jersey twice. I will be, you know, again, I'm interested to see how we play against Jersey on Friday. That's, that's going to be a game where I'm like, okay, you know, you've got my interest. My, my interest is peaked. You know, we've got there the Sabres again on Saturday. As Grumpy mentioned, right? We play. The Sabres, the first game of the season, they I'll put this up. I'm a visual guy. So just to go ahead, I know you mentioned how many teams we played at home, how many teams we played that made the postseason. 
The Sabres didn't make the postseason last year. That was game one. Coyotes didn't make the postseason last year. That's game two. You got the Devils. Now all three of those games are at home. You got the Devils. They did make the postseason. We've got here the Sabres didn't make the postseason. Colorado Avalanche, they did make the postseason. Ottawa Senators, Ottawa Senators did not. Columbus Blue Jackets did not. Detroit Red Wings did not. The Capitals did not. The Hurricanes in a while did. The Boston Bruins did. Capitals didn't. Or I assume that's where it stops. Grumpy's at the last yes. Capitals game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you're playing a lot. Of, you should really be cleaning up here. Look at how many of these games are at home, and look at how many of these are against teams who didn't make the postseason last year. You get occasionally a postseason team mixed in here, sprinkled in here and there, but it's like the Ottawa Senators didn't, Blue Jackets didn't, Red Wings didn't, Capitals didn't. You play a lot of teams that didn't make the postseason. You've got to make sure that, and like, oh, it's so early in the season. Why should we care? Well, when you look at it, it's a stretch of like 13 games. If That's you're like playing- the eighth of your season. Yeah, and if you're playing a lot of teams that didn't make the playoffs, it means that later on in the year you're going to be playing a lot of teams that did make the playoffs and are theoretically better than the teams you that you played earlier in the season. That's why you have to capitalize on your schedule early. Um. Oh, God. Okay, hold on. Did you – X, you motherfucker. I'm going to call X out. You see, we just not have a conversation with X last time and said yes. you cannot be you cannot be starring things like that. X, you really start okay. a comment okay. that said, okay. "How about Jack Move Meehan? along. Come on, Move X. Along. Move along. Ryan Move Young, Grumpy. Ryan Young says, "Where will Patrick Kane end up?" What do you think, DJ? I want to say the Rangers, but I'm really not sure. Buffalo I, he, is rumored. There were three teams that are rumored. I think it was Buffalo, the Rangers. I heard Carolina too, but they weren't in the mix. There was somebody else who maybe Detroit. Dude, Detroit? They're, Alex DeBrinkit. Remember, everybody was like, oh, they don't need Alex DeBrinkit. What a stupid decision. What a waste. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, DeBrinkit another two goals and one assist tonight in their win today over the Penguins. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Detroit will do something. I'm telling you, Detroit. I'm t- People shouldn't sleep on Detroit, but just keep your head up, man. I, you know, Detroit's a team where they had a little bit of a sophomore slump for some of those guys last year. Okay, I think about this: the Brinkett's playing some pretty good hockey. It's early on yet in the season, but he's playing some pretty good hockey right now. Grump, true that. Next comment here we've got is going to be there from. Oh, did you see that? David Sean McDonald said Ottawa lost this season when they cut Josh Bailey. Hello. Well, maybe that's why the team is so much better. They're like, we don't need Bailey. Bro gamer. You guys live. Shout out last night. Never hurt nobody. Absolutely. Um, Got our next comment here. Grumpy old man there. Uh, Brett W. Even if Grumpy was late at this point, nobody believes you, TJ. That's true. That's and true. I, wasn't, I, I was, was not late. Cache. I was not late. You were, you were late. Okay. Alex Debrinkit, by the way, he's played four games. Guy has five goals, three assists. Hey, he's doing well. He was a plus three before tonight. Think about if he was still on Ottawa. Oh, man, the bring kid, man, what a waste. I can't believe he's going there. Okay, four games in, five goals, three assists. Seems to be doing an okay job. All um, right, he's not going to stay at that pace. Hey, man, he's going to be the next Conor McDavid. He'll be better than Conor McDavid, grumpy. Anthony Ruby. I have to tell you, I can't watch the Islanders this year. I put the game on. I was so not interested, bored watching the same crappy lineup. I turned it off and listened to the, a New York Jets podcast. Man, you must be really down on the Islanders. You listen to Jets podcasts. It's only game number two, too, as well, when we're 2-0. and 
Rick Roma says, X is uh, a good man. That's all I have to say about oh, that. There you, there you go. We just greased up X a little bit more. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nick A says, I like Logan Cooley's game. He's going to be great. Uh, all I'll say is uh, he's looked good so far. That's all. Look I'm at gonna... this. Everybody knows how to butter him up. Synergy. Oh, my God. Sonics, Sonics, you're the best. You're the best. Oh, look at that. Look at oh, there's our friend Rick Rome again. Another comment. <laughs> Nobody's really doing anything on the Devils besides Hughes right now. Slow start for the team, albeit only three games. Well, that'll probably change Friday night. Let the record show 52 minutes for the bathroom break. Uh, yes, yes, yes. The bathroom break time. Absolutely it is. Coach Tommy B also says here, the Islanders have a back-to-back Friday and Saturday. Devils and Buffalo. Which game does Varlamov play? Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. Right? I mean, why would you not? Start hit. Why would you not? The Devils are a better team. Why would you not put Sorokin in that first game? I don't know. I don't maybe, know which one he'll play. Maybe Sorokin plays both games. Well, hold on a second. I'll tell you which game he'll play. Um, I'm interested after the back to back, how many days we have. Okay. So we, just, play, okay. we play Saturday, then we have Sunday off and Monday off. And the next game is Tuesday. So it's not like, see, here's the thing. If I'm them, I play him against the Devils. I go ahead and play him on Friday, and I make sure. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure Varley would like to play against his old team, but sorry, buddy, you're not getting it. Oh, could you imagine they play Varley on Friday and Tuesday? What a mistake that would be. I uh, bet Sorokin's going to play both games. Okay. You mean Friday and Tuesday? Friday and Saturday. And then Tuesday, too. Got three days off. It all right, all right. Next comment, you get. We don't need the backup. Next comment, Chrome. Drew says the Coyotes' defense just consists a bunch of offense defensemen slash Alexander Romanovs. That was pretty obvious. Absolutely. Um, TJ should take an internship at the NFL Red Zone so he could uh, he could train his bladder. Oh no. Um, Shay S. Grumpy. Just in case a major Islander gets hurt this season, would you guys want? All right, how did you fall for that twice, X? Is there is there a reason how you fell for that comment Hold on. twice? God damn it, X! I I just literally trusted that X was doing it right. Is he fucking X? Gotta yeah. pay attention, X. Shay, you're on the naughty list, Shay. Who cares? Really? We sh- we shut down Arizona, TJ. Yeah, we did. WTF? We did. We did play well. Joseph C says the band Creed is at the Rangers Astros game tonight wearing Rangers jerseys. No wonder why they're losing. God. Thomas Amadeo, Grump. Sorokin has no one here. Varley and Igor is his family in the States. Islanders signed Varley to entice Sorokin to sign long term. Sorokin was already signed before Varley. Yep. Go ahead, X. Next comment. What the hell is X doing? Hold on. Varley, no, Varley was signed before Sorokin. What do you mean? I think they were both signed. They uh, they were there was a sa- I think it was the same offseason that they wound up getting signed or it maybe this offseason. No, okay, no, no. Oh, um, no, this is originally, I think. Sorokin. Oh, originally, yeah, originally, but not now. You don't need them anymore. Yeah, the Islanders signed Varlamov to entice Sorokin. Oh, to sign long term. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah no. never, never mind. Rereading that, I'm not sure. Um, goon goon grump TJ and grumpy. How many games would the Islanders have to win in the month of October to make your toes tingle? Uh, all of them, honestly, 
they should if October, I don't know how many games that is. There's only two playoff teams in there. Let's say you lose to them, you should win all the rest. Goon goon grump. Uh it was clear the Islanders were better than the Coyotes, but does that really mean anything in the grand scheme of things? Well, yeah, it's two points. Two points yeah. is two points. Um are we two and three after the weekend? No. No. We only played two more games. So the worst we could be is two and two. I think we probably I, I you know what I'm not even gonna make a prediction. I think we're gonna lose the devils though. I think it'd be an overtime loss if we do lose. Okay. Robert Marshall Grump. Fire Lou, it's t- over 20 years and he hasn't won anything. Never won squat in the cap era. That's his biggest problem. Jason Cameron Grump. I agree with Grump. Holmstrom is useless, and that's being generous. Send Holmstrom to Sweden, says Robert Marshall. That's Why right. not Pajot or Palmieri on the first line? Mm. Well, it seems like that's what they're doing, Frank. Anytime they enter the offensive zone, if they can, they want to go ahead and short shift Simon Holmstrom and get Palmieri out there early to try to get the better offensive player out there. And then he stays out for the number two line as well. Drill said, I wonder what Philip Tomasino would be doing on the first line right now. Scoring. John D. John D says, I agree, Grumpy. It should be Wally, but for some reason they have something against him, so I picked someone else they seem to like. Uh, Puck Hockey. Grumpy. I'm a huge Wally fan. I can recognize he has flaws, but this treatment of him is ridiculous. How are you not playing your 11th overall guy in hopes of developing? Uh, he won't be better without playing. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. That, now you've seen what Simon Holmstrom is. You've seen what he is. He's just a jag, a ham and egger who can ju- who just he's a bottom six guy, and the the league is littered with them. He puts effort in, but all bottom six guys have effort. Every single one of them. He picks the pocket of one player, and he's recognized. If that's not typical of modern and a modern society in general. Look at me. I did one thing right. I crapped my pants in between periods, and I had to have somebody change my diaper. But you know what? I made that one play. Island Puck Life says, also, Tristan Jari appreciation comment, as per usual. He came out and didn't play well today, I don't think. What a Um, shock. Some games he plays well. Some games he plays like shit. So Sometimes he's good. Sometimes maybe shit. Rogue Gamer says, we should hire Pat LaFontaine as coach. Why? We live Brett. in a society of keyboard warriors, says Brett W. Yes, true. Vinny Smith. No radio announcers on the road. That should save some money. Sell the team. I'm going to go ahead and put up here. We got some a few memes here from Drew, grumpy old man. Oh, it okay. says, um, what I'll do to any Dobson haters. Nice opinion. One small issue. God. Nice opinion. One small issue. I've planted a landmine at an undisclosed location inside your house. Every step you take is a risky move. I don't understand that one, but that's like, okay. It, yeah. Okay. I guess that's more of the no adoption when, when the, oh God, when he gets the lamb, when the laminites go ice skating with him. Oh God, decking him out there. I can only imagine what this one says here. Let's listen. Let me tell you something. The NHL should come down hard. Let me tell you something. The- oh, it's just to come down hard. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Like this one, Grumpy? Look at there. Yeah, I like it. It's good. <laughs> and for those, it's like, hey, perform some type of oral copulation on me, Islander fans. David Sean McDonald, Grump. Dobson's still a kid. Idiots 
talking shit, but yet those same dipshits never played in the NHL, the AHL. The kid's been getting dogged for a few years now after putting up points. Maybe it finally got him. You know what? Maybe just says, I just don't want to deal with the idiots. I just, I don't have the time or inclination. That's what he should have said. If you don't like it, who cares? Next guy uh, here. Scott Harris says to defend Horvat, he is on a, a line that's missing a real player, but I am slightly concerned. He is. It's it's a two line team. It's a two line line, two player line. Somehow one of those players are going to manage to put up points while the other won't. Adam um, says Bovillier blocked me, and I was always complimented him. I guess he saw my overall disdain about Lou and the team shortcomings. Maybe. Yeah. I was about to say, with a tweet, it just takes them a second to be like, I don't like this one. The podcast, right? They've got to go dig through a lot of information. they got to be really invested to see our real thoughts. So we don't get blocked by anybody, I don't think. Coach Tommy B. It is a good thing Grumpy Old Man is not on social media. He should see what they say about him on there. You know what my response would be? Who gives a shit? I don't care. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, man. John A., grumpy old man. I got no problem with Noah blocking trolls. Blocking shots would be nice, though. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a good one. Goon, goon, grump. Grumpy, if Dr. Zell was about to work on Zell was about to work on your choppers and yes, is it safe? What would the proper reply be? It's safe. It's safe. David but Sean McDonald. It was, it was not safe. If Dobson's scoring 40 to 60 points a year, but isn't that strong in defense, I don't care. I'll gladly take that trade off. Grumpy old man, you're 100% right of how to treat someone. Absolutely. Drew L. TJ, I sent you some more memes. Than oh, yeah, got that. Perfect. Thomas Rudy Grump. I hope while he's still rehabbing, he's not, because it makes zero sense to re-sign him and then not play him. If he is trade bait, all they got to show interest to the teams is the awesome goal he scored when he was nine. Very good, Thomas. Yep, yep, absolutely. Goon, goon, grump. Arizona's goalie played a great game last night. How can I show my appreciation to him? Should I buy him a cameo message from Phil's Facts? Phil's Facts does sleep. not have a cameo. No the worst way. thing is, let's say he's driving and you put on a cameo from Phil's Facts. You'd fall asleep and probably crash your car. I don't want that on your head. Oh, God. Uh, John Smith, grumpy. It'll be Varley against Buffalo this time around. It'll be a loss. I would laugh my ass off if it's Varley and we lose because that's what you need a 35-year-old backup for, to lose games. Tommy B says, the Islanders have no cap space. No trades are coming. Deal with it. Yep. That's what happens when you sign stupid players to stupid contracts. You have no money. You says, Grumpy, do you ever feel like you're an island of reality, an ocean of diarrhea? Very often. <laughs> Uh, Drew L says, I can see Grumpy um, is a little bit out of touch with social media. That's a good thing, too. I can guarantee you Grumpy owned or that Dobson owned that account. Yes, I he didn't did. say he didn't own the account. I said it doesn't mean that he operated that account. He definitely did. Yes. Well, Brian, Brian Jennings, Grump. What's up, boys? Just having pints watching the Texas game. Man, I hope the Texas Rangers win the World Series. Kelly S. Grumpy. Kelly Stroik says Martin will sign. Martin will sign Martin to a one-year 750, so Martin can hit a thousand games with us. I don't. I cannot see. I could not imagine them bringing him back. He just played 900. I think he had a 900 game. I cannot imagine them bringing him back. Bring him back. Rob, Rob G. G says, "Go Isles." Yes, 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 yes. I hate the yeses. You know that I hate them. Matthew S. Regardless of whether it's a shadow or a different shade of blue, 
it's at both ends so it doesn't give other team a disadvantage. Well, no, it does because your goalie is working on that ice and he has the same advantage on both sides. I don't think it gives a team a disadvantage, but it certainly gives a team an advantage. I think that's I think it gives our goalie an advantage, perhaps. I don't give a shit as long as it's legal. He's pretty damn good at home. Yeah. The shadows of your smile when you have gone. Oh, is that a song? It, it was. Move on. Okay. Good. Chubby Ch- Cheese, 69-69. It's a shadow. I just saw it now in the Caps game. It's not a shadow. It's not it's a not shadow. A tumor. Stop. It's not. I love the fact that Butch is a homer. Then again, I hardly ever watch the games on television anymore. It's all of host. It's oh, it's all on Hoster Radio, says David Sean McDonald. And then pull up the Sabres highlights there, says Adam P. Um, Patrick H. says here, you guys put on a show during the game. Big fans. Don't even watch the game. That's right, Pat. Huge fans there. Oh, I see. Oh, I see Pat's back again, trolling us. Oh, man, Pat. I just I, I was kind of upset, Pat, that you disappeared this this summer when we were talking about a team who did nothing and we got a first round exit. I was really sad, Pat, that you didn't have any. You weren't popping up and talking about how great the Islanders played that. Wait, wait, That's- did you know? Didn't he know that we watched the game and did the show live with the game? No, he he must have forgotten. I don't know. He he's very critical of the show, but that's that's I'm okay. He's out. He outkicked his coverage with that uh, nice looking young lady. I can't remember if that's his guy. I don't remember. I don't remember. The the Pat H. That H. The H. Last name. We see a lot of those people comment. I don't know. I, they're not big fans. They're not big fans of the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show. That's really. Okay. I don't. No, yet, I can't believe not. you forgot. See, you, see, it worked, Pat. It worked. You you took a summer siesta off, and Grumpy forgot that you don't like the show. <laughs> Grumpy's like, no, they seem like they're fans of the show. They're not. I don't think they're fans, Grumpy. Okay. Drew L. Guess Creed gave the Rangers their support with arms wide open. Oh, God. Must be. Uh, yeah. These. Two, see, see, here's. Oh, Pat. here he goes. These two are yeah, I, I remember. I remember, Grumpy. I got a good memory. Two, oh, and oh. Who was ripping the team? I don't think anyone was ripping the team. Pat just not paying attention. It's okay. That it's girl's okay. going to leave you, Pat. I'm going to tell no, you. No, don't say that, Grumpy. Don't, even, don't, already be, don't be mean-spirited, Grumpy. Don't stoop down to their level, Grumpy. See, <laughs> you, you see what Grumpy would be like on social media? This motherfucker would be reckless as hell. Thank Ooh. God he doesn't have a social media. We need the Islanders to miss the playoffs to make sure this guy doesn't get a social media. <sighs> Otherwise, I'm going to have to like pre-approve every single tweet that goes out. Grumpy's going to have to send it to a queue. X and myself will look at it. We'll get a double stamp of approval, and then we'll go ahead and allow it to be post. Oh, man. Whoever didn't want the Brinkett is on crack. That was Phil's vax. Phil did not like the, the pickup of the Brinkett by the by the Red Wings. Here's the thing. Phil doesn't, Phil doesn't want the Islanders to be good. That's his biggest problem. Aaron G says the Red Wings win 6-3. to three. How do I post a picture here? Send it to my email. Send it to our email at islandersfansunited at gmail.com or tweet it at us on Twitter, something like that. You can send it to us or Facebook message us at the um, uh, at the Islanders Never Say Die. Uh, Adam P says, hey, guys, I got a picture to send from the playoffs last year. I took it from my seats versus the Canes. And the, there's the line in the crease. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, they've been doing that, trying to get an advantage. Says, Why no tank top tonight? I don't go to the gym on Wednesdays, so no need for a tank top here. The bigger um, question is why why would you wear a tank top to the gym? I've seen your arms. Maybe you should wear a full shirt. Uh, Long sleeve. Cute. That's cute. Aaron G. Grump. Billy Huso was really clutch tonight, and the Red Wings get 
two huge points. I was kind of counting on it, but two points is really nice tonight. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that there. And Thomas Amadeo, Grumpy. Varlamov's friendship with Sorokin fuels desire to stay with the Islanders. An article from Hockey News. Either way, if true, I'll take Varley to keep Sorokin. Um, Varlamov didn't want to leave because he's nice and comfortable being a freaking backup, getting paid a lot of money to, hope to wear a hat. That's his job. He sits in the corner and he wears a hat. Oh, Grumpy loves it. Grumpy loves it. But, guys, we are here. Hold on. The shadow doesn't appear when the goalie goes on top of it. Doesn't disappear when the goalie it doesn't goes disappear. That's correct. It's, it's 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 not a shadow. It's not. It, it means that the old people don't know how shadows work. I'm sorry. It's not a straight line, very distinct. It, that's just not the way shadows work. You saw the players coming over. It was very vague. You're trying to tell me just stop. Come on. That's a good point too. When you be bring smarter that smarter than that, please be please be smarter than that. Don't make people think that hockey that hockey fans are dumb and don't even know how shadows work. Please. That's, that's a good point, though. When the goalie was over top of it, it's not like that line magically disappeared. That line was still there and distinct. It was never a shadow. It's a bullshit lie. As soon as I saw the tweet saying it was a shadow, I'm like, they're lying. They're lying. Only a moron doesn't know how shadows work. I'm sorry. If you don't know how shadows work, get help. Professional. Oh, Patrick is on lose payroll. Oh. Yeah, it probably is, Patrick. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. The Anders are off to a good start. That's all there is to say about it. We hey, will keep our eyes. I'm happy about it. I like the way we play. We're playing a defensive style. I think we're going to be a very tough team to be. Just like on the Barry Trots, we didn't blow teams away. We are really, we're not a team where it's like, oh, you could just slough off the Islanders. You can't do that when you play a full 200 foot game in defensive style. The thing that always worries me is we don't have enough scoring. That system doesn't win you Stanley Cups. It's the reason why Trotz had one cup in how many years? And it took how many Hall of Famers to do that? I don't know. Still very early. Um, we're going to keep our eyes out. Big, big weekend ahead of us. Uh, maybe we'll go right out for that. We're going to keep our eyes out for that shadow. The shadow. We're going to keep our eyes. I'm going to watch every game this week and see if they've got this magical shadow there. Mm-hmm. Um, that that being said, I think we'll go live during the Islanders game on Saturday, perhaps. Yeah, what the so, hell? Why not? Why not? Hey, but, it worked. It worked the last time we played. Oh, man. Keep it up. I keep my tabs on you, fellas. Grumpy, I converted my wife to be an Islander fan. She ain't going anywhere. Oh, see, there it is. Pat Smart there. There it is. He, she, he probably. I had to get. I had to get the lovely page. I had to convince her with with Maddie B. I had to convince her with with with. Oh, she's over there saying absolutely. But yeah, I had to convince her with Maddie B to become an Islander fan. There. Where, where um, is your wife? Can we see? Can we see? Can she step into the picture? No, she sounds like she's yelling at the cats right now. So oh, okay. Prob, probably not there. Maybe is that what she got the jersey for? Was the cats? Was that? Did she get the cats the jersey? The Matt, Maddie B jersey. That's it. She got it for the cats. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but guys, let's wrap things up here today. Um, first off, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for the comments. Thank you, X, as always. You only you missed two, you missed two of them today, X. Last time you missed a really bad one. He missed the same one. He missed, he missed it once and he missed it again. He missed it twice. The same he doubled up one. on the same comment and he missed it. Right, so he, he must be okay. 
So X, X, if you, you must just be looking for a question mark at the end and he stars anything with a question mark. So like anybody who throws in Jack Mayhoff, like, come on, please. Jack, no, Jack Mayhoff, Jack Mayhoff, not Mayhoff. Jack Mayhoff over here. So uh, anyway, like, thank come you. On, so, X. Thank you so much. X, good job, but you missed a few. He seems like you're getting a little sloppy on us, X. You got a lot. You got you got you you've created high expectations with your your, your top level of performance the first few times. So we got high sloppy. expectations for you. Sloppy. But thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in, watching the show here as always. There. Thank you, Grumpy, for being a part of the show. And what do you want to say before we wrap things up, Grump? I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens, and even those who don't, from TJ and the Grumpy Old Man, and even Sun X. Even Sun X is gonna hold on. Do we want X? Do you want to say anything? I'm about to unmute him. No, uh, here's the thing. He's muted, put, put Kelly Stroik's last comment up. Don't Kelly, listen to me. Listen to me. You can't have the, uh, the shadow in the same fucking spot in different <laughs> parts of where the damn light is. If you're standing in one section, the shadow looks differently. Dipshit. I, no, Grumpy, come, come on. No, no I'm sorry. If you're standing look, in one, the, the shadow looks different. It's Kelly. And the goal, I want and the you to go. I want you to put your hand up against the wall, and then I want you to move away and tell me that shadow doesn't move. Stop. Ridiculous. Okay. Work also, on your shadows at home, Kelly. That is your. That's your. That's something you need to work uh, on for no. next podcast is learning how shadows work. Okay. Here's the thing, too. When the goalie's over top of it, the shadow still exists. This blue line. This blue line still exists with the goalie over top of it. Just watch the highlights from yesterday. When the goalie's over top of it and standing over top of it, it's not like the, the that magic shadow line disappears. There so is no shadow. I'm, I'm saying this fictitious shadow line there. Anyway, let's see. It's uh, eh. Anyway, we're at the end of the show. I'm wrapping things up. Grumpy can too if he wants to. Grumpy, what do you want to say? You say happy? What did you say? I already said laugh? And even oh. Kelly. I'm going to throw Kelly in there too. Special shout out to Kelly. Because <laughs> Kobe shits on our day, then he says and Patrick's wife. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, guys, for watching the show. We'll be live with you guys this Saturday during game time. We'll be commentating and not paying attention to the game at all. So enjoy us. We'll be here on Saturday during game time. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you guys oh tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Little Man, of course, and also on Saturday. Thank you, Grumpy, and thank you, Sun X. My pleasure.